What's up? How you doing? What's up, Steve? It's pretty impressive right there. <laughs> Nicely done. I love this thing. I don't even know if it's worth what I paid for it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that sound that I'm doing? It reminds me of something and I can't think of what it is. It's a vocoder. Oh, I know. But I mean, like there's like I'm thinking of like a popular song that uses oh, that particular. Uh, probably Bruno Mars. Do you feel like we do? That's all right. That's all right here tonight. No, that's not it. That's the thing with the. Uh, what's that thing called? The voice box? Where you put the, the yes. straw or tube into your. That's what it sounds like. But it's not the same thing. I mean, it's it's it does the. Here's the thing. And only people that have heard a vocoder will be able to tell the difference. Yeah. It sounds, snobs, yeah, it sounds, it's, it's fine. It's fine. So how do you, but, oh, yeah, that's tell a, us. That's a vocoder. You, it's fine. <laughs> just lie to me and say you're excited about it. I spent money. <laughs> I think it's good to like tell, tell you, I don't know if you've actually explained all the things that can do. Like it could do a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah, it can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, I haven't quite figured it out yet. I mean, I don't think now is the time to do for demonstrations. No, not demonstrate, but I'm saying you got it for a certain you're like I can do voices, you could do that's the the vocoder robotic thing. You could do that that um don't did it don't do do don't did it don't did it don't do that whole beastie boys thing. You know, you got fun with it. The what? That beastie boys thing. Oh, that's what it is. Kind of like that? Yeah. You're like, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> no, it is. I didn't know he was saying something though. I thought it was just I thought it was just going down did it down did it down down did it down did it down did it Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. It's just a fun little thing. I have to feel like I have to use it at least once a show, so I feel like I'm getting my my What's the word I'm looking for? I'm just trying to wake up, guys. I apologize. My English is not with me just yet. <laughs> trying to just make sure that I spent money wisely, which I know I already didn't. But Yeah, you did. I mean, look, you, okay. Because <laughs> really, like, what's it going to be like? So uh, I'll be doing a Zoom call. So Mr. Ramirez, what do you think you can bring to the table at our hospital being that you're trying out for a managerial position? Well, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm a real hard worker. <laughs> just really think I could be an asset to your team. So, yeah, that's going to come in real handy. Kinda, it is kind of cool. It's going to, hey, I'm about to spend like $3,000 on a home gym. So maybe that's a, you You probably spent better money. See, you see what he did right there, ladies and gentlemen? He's like, I'm going to do something practical. That's and you practical. just enjoy, you enjoy your little voice box. That's pretty see, practical. That's not, if you're never going no. to the gym again, then that's a pretty, that's a good investment. $3,000, Jay? Ever again? I'm going to go to the gym again once this then COVID thing is over. What in the Frankenstein are you doing spending $3,000 on a home gym? Because you never know. Like, truthfully in life, you know, well, like, I'm only doing, like, I'm assuming that I'm going to be living this close to a gym forever. That's my assumption. But one day I may move somewhere where the nearest gym is 20, 30 minutes away. And I'll be like, do I really want to do that? All right, fair enough. But what is what does a three thousand dollar home gym consist of? Okay, like you getting so, yourself a Peloton or anything? Do you want me to do the your thing like a uh, Dan? You're getting you're gonna have your thing. You're gonna have your thing. You want me to do that? Okay, I can do it for it, you if it if it if it tickles your balls. <laughs> go for it, sir. 
<laughs> well, you got to have a squat rack, not the squat rack for squatting. I, I use the squat rack for uh, benching and then you have the support that you can just put the bench down. It's kind of a, ca- a power cage and you can do pull-ups on it. So that's one. And that one costs about $800. Boom. 800 um, bucks. Okay. 800 bucks. Uh, a good Olympic bar that's about seven feet is going to cost you about $349, $300. That's one. Uh, weights are going to cost you about a thousand dollars to get like 300 pounds of weights. So already a thousand dollars. God damn. It's a lot of money, dude. Um, uh, and then you're going to want bell bar, uh, dumbbells, which are going to cost the dumbbells not going to be bad. Cause you get like, I have enough where I only need to buy the 90 pound ones, which are going to be about $300, but already you're at about 2000, $3,000. I'm only going to spend a thousand dollars. So you're, you're basically you're out of about $2,000. <laughs> I did. I did no, the the prices. I'm like, okay, this, and I'm not even including the like the match that you want to put under the rack so that you don't scrape up your paint or the rack or your your floor or the rack. And so, I mean, I don't know. Like, how long is this? Do we really know how long this is going to go? Do we really know? No. Till gyms are perfectly safe. No. But <laughs> I'm not. You know, honestly, I mean, it's a good investment. I can't really shame you for it. Not that I would, but. That's a lot of money for a gym, man. I didn't it's realize that weights were that expensive. They are. They. I mean, that's where a lot of the money. I didn't know the Olympic bar was that. Ex- I was like, I started looking. I'm like, let me look for a cheaper Olympic bar. No, it's going to be about two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, that's how much you're paying for a decent one. You've already done this, or you're just like pricing no, it out. No, I'm pricing it out. I'm getting ready for our. Um, you know, we can cash out our sick time once a year. So I cashed out eighty hours, and so I'm gonna use that to just cashed out eighty hours. We're just talking about that. I see what you're doing. Our conversation just right before we started recording. You're just rubbing it in my fucking face right now about the sick time, huh? Hey, the conversation didn't Aren't exist. You? Didn't exist. They don't what know what you're talking, talking about. You know, it totally existed. And uh, I'll tell you why. Know. I don't know. You know what happened to me, ladies and gentlemen, this week? It was a really, really fucked up week. Yeah, so let's go. Buddy, buddy. Okay, tell us about your week, bro. You know, let me get the list out. Because there was a lot of things. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm you not had a kidding, week. bro. I don't even you know if I'm a week. Gonna... You know, I'll just go off the top of my head because I'm going to have to go through a community chat that's going to take forever to find. Um, let's see. So I believe it was Monday. <laughs> I think it was Monday. Oh, wow. When, when did I tell you? I, when was that? Do you remember? I don't even know. Okay. Let, let me just let me. This has been, been a long week. Okay. Let me figure this out for. Yes. Just a okay. So went into my son's bathroom. We rent right now. Okay. We're renting. We're renters. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we went, I went into my son's bathroom and found what I think was black mold. I'm not sure, but it was definitely mold. We have since completely like 2319. We've got a 2319. I went in. <laughs> see, there, there. I just spent, I just spent another dollar. I just feel that much more justified for my purchase. I went in there and like bleach. By the way, bleach does not work on mold. It's, it's not supposed to. Like they tell you to use funky shit like vinegar and baking soda and stuff like that. So I cleaned off this one spot. Turns out I got to pay more attention to my son's bathroom because we have in his bathroom. It's one of those um, shower tubs with the curtain, which I hate. I hate those things. And apparently he doesn't realize that water drips. So he had like, he had like, <laughs> I mean, you know. Right, yeah, it's pretty normal, right, for your kids to do that. But there was like so some of the linoleum was coming up, and it was just this fucked up thing. So I had to go talk to the owner of the house, and who then 
tried to like flip it on me. Like, I'm like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, this is an issue before I even said anything like, Hey, I'm going to fix this. Or how do you want me to go about this? Do you have a preference on what you want me to do? He kind of got defensive and was like saying that we were dirty or something. And he's like, well, I can't come over and clean your house for you. I'm like, Hey, fuck face. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just telling you, this is an issue that I want to put attention to because I'm that yes. kind of a tenant. I didn't realize this was going on. I'm not blaming it on you. I just want you to know. By the way, I think the mold thing's fine, but it was just like now they want to come over and 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 mind you, also, like to reiterate, you normally have wonderful interactions with this. Not wonderful, Uh, but good interactions with this. Gail does. Okay, okay. Gail does. I I don't want (laughs) to. Okay, let's keep on going. going. It's a hot climate right now, Steve, but I'm thinking that there might be a skin tone issue. That's all I'm saying. He's black and you don't dig him. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I hate those blacks. <laughs> I can't stand them. No, man. I just think that maybe the last year or two have sort of freed up people's lips to just say things that they don't, they wouldn't normally say. Yeah. And they've yeah. always been like, I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, thanks. Check. All right. How's everything at the house? Good. All right. Bye. That kind of thing. But Gail <laughs> knows like their the fucking family history. And, and oh, Jesus. They love her. So I'm thinking it might be something like that. And as the climate gets warmer, it seems to be manifesting a little bit more. Oof. I don't know. Oof. I'm not. But here's the deal. Like, this is the kind of shit that people deal with all the time. And it's not something that I deal with often. But. I'm thinking it might be like, I, I really feel like it might be a case of a little bit of systemic racism, bro. Well, I mean, for him to say you were, you guys are not clean is an yeah. interesting. We've been like great tenants. Wow. Great. Exactly. I hate renting. I'm not shaming anyone that rents or anything, but we just, we were, we had a financial situation a few years ago and it got comfortable living here. So we, we chose to, you know, downgrade a little yes. bit and stay here as we kind of got back on our feet. And we've just been here ever since because it's comfortable. The rent's cheap. And it's close to the schools and blah, 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 blah. But I've been wanting to move out for a while and get a house. And I think this might be the, um, this might be the turning point, the catalyst. Thank you. The catalyst of uh, a new plan of action. So anyway, so that was the first thing. And then, (laughs) and then uh, it's just middle of the night and I'm hearing ding, 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 ding. What the hell is that? And it turns out it's my refrigerator. For whatever reason, the sensor broke. Okay. What? So it just, it's not working. I tried everything and we came up with an idea where it doesn't think like it's, it doesn't think the door's there for whatever reason. These things happen all the time. I'm just listing some things that happen. So we ended up like doing something stupid just for the time being because it was like, okay, too many things at once. Let's, let's just, this is easy fix and just put some tape like on the door to kind of build up the door so that way it detects the, the, the sensor detects the door. Okay. And this is really yeah. boring. Okay. So, but that's just, no, it's thing. not. It's not. It's it not because no, that would is. drive me crazy. It, if it I heard the beep, beep, yeah. beep, I'd be like, the door's closed. What are we doing? It's the least of my worries. It's something that tells me. And then there's like a couple other things that's going on in the refrigerator. I think that uh, in the freezer, I should say, I think that the uh, temp setting's off, the thermostat is off, and it's causing things to frost up. It's new. Fixed it. But I think that it's going to come back real soon. So probably going to end up getting a new refrigerator soon. So that's just, uh, it's another thing that I can't, I can't buy my home gym now. Okay. And then what else? Oh, yeah. And then Baxter, my dog, got really, really sick. Really sick. And this was on Monday. Sunday night, I got off of work. 
and I came home and uh, he was like frantic, like really weird. Like he gets, I call it the zoomies. He just gets zoomies and he just like runs all over the house. Mm -hmm. But this is like, this is after midnight. Normally he's just chilling. And he was like jumping up on the couch and just like staring at me and then running away and running to the door and staring at me. I'm like, you, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Like you're just tripping right now. Cause he looked happy. Just looked like he wanted to play. The next morning I woke up and he wasn't moving. I mean, he's moving, but he Ooh. just, he wasn't, um, he wasn't his normal self. He's a, he's a bit of a barker. He, I know people have probably heard him on the show once or twice barking. That's his thing. He also is very food driven. Wasn't eating, wasn't drinking water, started having, I looked, oh yeah, that was the other thing too. I uh, cleaned my carpets recently and like just a couple, oh, last weekend actually, I cleaned my carpets and he decided, poor little guy, that he was going to get sick. So he had lots of accidents on Monday. He couldn't yeah, control poor his, little the thing. poor little guy couldn't control his bowels. He yeah. couldn't he couldn't hold it. So I had to redo the carpets again, but found blood in his stool <gasps> and he vomited up a little bit of blood. Now I'm freaking out and he's not. Oh, eating. Yes, yes. So I took him to the vet and we had to do x-rays and, you know, got medication and stuff like that. So that cost me around four hundo for that. And then what else? Um, gorilla, dude. That is it's adding gorilla. up quickly. Yes. It's some scrilla. <laughs> The poor Jesus. little guy had a, his his bowels were all like extended. He had a lot of gas in his bowels. Ah. And I don't know if, if he had like a block, not a blockage, but uh, I don't know what was going on with him. But he was just not feeling well. He's a poor, you know, poor little guy. You hate to see poor him little fella. So, porcito, porcito, por perro. It's all messed Aww. up. So had to get the perro some rayos equis. And um, we did an AP and a ladder on him. That's a front and a side. And yeah, his bowels were all distended, so we had to pay the medication to like you know calm his bowels down. And then he's he's fine now. He's cool. He's 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 great. Um, what else? The same night, my son was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take off for a little bit." He's borrowing my car. I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna go uh, go to Sonic or something. So we, you know how Sonic? I know you don't really eat a lot of fast food, but you've seen the Sonic parking lots where you pull. It looks in. like yes, yes, old you're school like you're style. Yes. Yeah, and then they have that big menu box thing uh-huh. to your to your right or left. So he wasn't paying attention and he backed out and took off my, my passenger side mirror. (laughs) (laughs) This story I did not hear about. (laughs) Yeah. Let's pay for it. He's going to listen. He won't have his feet. (laughs) I I felt bad because it's like, he's 21. He's a really anxious kid. And he felt horrible. So like I heard it, he called me. He's like, dad, um, I just want you to know. I'm like, okay, something happened. I was like, are you, or did you get in an accident? Well, no, but are you okay? Well, yeah, but is anyone hurt? Well, no. Okay. Calm down. What happened? And then he told me what happened. So he brings it home and I have to unclip it from the little electronic clip that it yeah. has, you know, take it off. Uh-huh. And I made him, I did a life lesson for him because he's like, I just want you to know that I'm, I'm going to help pay for this. I said, Oh no, 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 no. I want you to know that you're going to pay for it. I think that's fair. Right. Like I wasn't trying to be like a dick to him, but when exactly do you kind of give up that I'm your dad and I'm going to fix every single mistake you make? Right. Yes. I don't know yes. if you're there yet, but. Oh, I, know, I had I to get there really getting quick. In, without yeah. getting into your history, I know you've had an issue. That <laughs> uh, that's your story to tell. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it was worse. It was it was much more expensive yes. than mine. But remember the week I'm having. Okay. Yes, I'm no, I'm not. The thing is, for you, I think you did the right thing. I think it's like because that's not going to be more than oh, what is going to be two bills? Honestly, he got a really good deal because he was able. I uh, Gail's cousin does auto body. He actually did some mm-hmm. work on my car for another thing that Ben did. <laughs> he broke off my door handle. The kid is fucking my car up really badly. But um, 
you know, he's, he's our cousin or he's Gail's cousin, really nice guy. And he, he did the, the painting for me and he put it on. So I said, listen, I don't want you to go and take this car to, to Nissan or to some other no. auto buy because they're just going to rob you blind. Oh, dear. so he, I, but I said, I'm not going to take care of this for you. So I made him contact Gail's cousin and take care of everything. So he ordered a part, he found the part on Amazon, luckily, because I don't care. Like, I don't really give a shit about that car. This is more of a life lesson. And of course you do need a side view mirror, but he took care of that. He made the appointment with him to have it painted and put back on and everything, and he's paying for it. And I think he got away with, I think it's like 150 bucks. So it's really not that. That is big. not bad, dude. That's no, he's bad. getting a family deal thing, but it worked out well. But I think that's a life lesson. I think that you you shouldn't always be there to catch your kids when they fall. Sometimes you got to let them fall, not hurt themselves, you know, but fall so that way they can go, oh, this is what adults do. So that's where we're at right there. So that one's okay. That, that one kind of fixed itself, and it is a minor inconvenience not having the mirror. But it's going to get fixed as soon as the thing comes in. And then the main event is actually a kind of a two-part thing. Last Wednesday, I got a call. I'm just driving down the street, enjoying my, my day. And I get a call from my manager who's like, hey. Uh, and you know, this is always never a good thing when they go, so how many stupid questions have you been asked today? <laughs> oh, boy. I know. I told him. he's By the way, he's retiring this week. So maybe I got a little ballsy. But I go, I got a feeling you're going to be the first one today. <laughs> Dan, that's funny. well done. Well done. And he goes, um, so two weeks ago, you, do you recall scanning? Okay. By the way, when I do MRIs, like the main, the, the main thing we do is spines. That's just like, it's your run of the mill exam. Do tons of them. Okay. He's also, did you do a thoracic spine or, you know, he goes, no, sorry. Cause he knew the answer already. He's like, he goes, um, you did a thoracic spine on this patient. Do you recall the guy's name? Says the name. Well, no, man, I, I do a bunch of those every time I'm there. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I wasn't being a smart ass, but I'm just being honest with him. I think that's his stupid question is what he's getting at. I said, no, I don't really remember this person. They're all, it's hard when you're busy. Like it's just next, next, next. You know what I mean? And, um, but with style, cause I'm that good. Uh, so I said, no, I don't remember this guy. He's like, okay, well, I need to let you know that he recently tested positive for COVID-19. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, but it was like right at the, we're right, we're right at the, the end of the, um, the uh, just not gestation. Holy shit. I need to wake up. The um, incubation period is what I'm trying to uh-huh. say. We're right at the end of that. So if are you feeling OK? Are you having any of these symptoms? And I'm like, nah, not really. I said, I feel OK right now. Actually, I think I feel like a million bucks. I think I'm all right. Now, this next part, I swear to you, is not psychosomatic because, you know, I have GI issues, right? Yeah. So I the very next day I start having these issues and they're pretty bad. But if you look online. Those things are kind of low on the symptoms. The like, there's more popular symptoms out there. There's shortness of breath, runny nose, yes. all that stuff, yada 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 that you hear every day. Um, I wasn't really having any of that per se, but the GI thing was down there, and I'll just it's gross, so I'll just leave it at that. But I was having that, yes. and then the next day, I um, I I started getting like uh some of the symptoms, like I was having like the tickle in the throat and the oh, runny nose. Oh, dude, I'm freaking and out I'm, already. It's over. It's and I'm over. trying not to freak out. So I called him because I had to work. And I go, listen, uh-huh. I don't, I know, I, I actually could have called someone else, like my direct manager, but because I spoke to this guy, I wanted to talk to him. And I said, I told him this, I go, listen, per our conversation the other day, I just want you to understand that I'm not a hypochondriac, a chondriac, sorry. I, can't even, I really can't talk today. I'm not a That's hypochondriac. Okay. Yeah. And, but this is what's going on. I think to be safe, I'm going to stay off work just today and let's see what happens. And I'll call the doctor and see if I can get a test. He's like, well, you're not going to be able to get a test for a couple of days because they're booked out because it's really hot in Fresno and they're stopping testing around 10 a.m. <clears throat> so I go, I go, okay, 
well then I'm I'll just I'll just play it by ear. I had the weekend off. I'll see what happens on Monday. The weekend goes on and then these symptoms are getting worse. And now Gail develops a dry cough, which is one of the big popular ones. Oh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And yes. then and then Sarah starts getting not feeling real well. So in my head, I'm like, this is I know I'm not positive. I know I'm not, but am I the asshole if I just don't pay attention to this? Am I that guy? Like I might as well just be the guy that doesn't wear a mask, right? So all I did was I called my doctor, which it's, it's harder to do now in our, in our hospital system, the way this works. And I ended up getting a chat doctor, not my real doctor. Okay. I said, listen, homie, I just want to run some things by you real quick. These were the events of the last week. I feel fine outside of these little symptoms. Here's the deal. Usually this kind of stuff will get cleared up with allergy medication for me, and it's not putting a dent in it. So am I doing the right thing by contacting you? Like, I don't want to make things more difficult for you because I know you're probably getting this left and right, but did I do the right thing by contacting you? And then you have to wait. I waited like an hour in this chat room for him to answer the question. Then he finally goes, Oh yeah, based on your symptoms that you're telling me, we're going to go ahead and sign you up for a test. I'm like, okay, cool. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, I'll just take the test and continue, you know, rock and roll at work and then I'll find out everything's fine and and we're good. No, not the case. So I had to let my manager know what was going on because I figure like if it's, if they tell me, that there was contact and I play it off and then it, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just, there's just connections that need to be made. Otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. And he's like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to go ahead and keep you out for today. And I was supposed to work all last week. Yesterday I was supposed to work and make crazy money. And because of, I couldn't get the test until yesterday morning, I have been off for the entire week. So that's a lot of money that it's not necessarily lost, but it's a lot of vacation hours and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. I'm going too too long with this. What I am saying, bro, is that it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy fucking week. Just one thing after another. I'm done. I'm ready for it to stop. Okay. I've been telling this story so long, I don't even know how the hell I started telling it in the first place. Sorry. But how, how do you feel now? You feel like things are starting to get better? Oh, I'm fresh, dressed like a million bucks. Put on them valley mm-hmm. shoes and the fly green socks. I'm ready to go. You're ready to rock and roll, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that, but okay. Now, so no, are no you credit, happy? No credit for those lyrics. Okay, that's cool. No, but I'm 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 wondering Who is when that, you Steve got Ryan? the test, you did know. you feel? Because oh, should I be? T- is that is that HIPAA? Well, no, I just. But you got you. the results. I know, but you got the results though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I got the results this morning. There we go. Okay, I'll tell you. Ahead. It's probably yes. still a HIPAA violation, but I'm. Fine, that's what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> going to work today. <laughs> Uh-huh. Feeling like a million bucks. Everything's cool. But tomorrow, the landlord comes over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's going to be fine because you said the, the black mold's fine. You said you're good. Yeah, I, I believe so. But, <laughs> you know, I told you the longer version of that transaction, and there was just attitude coming from these people. And I just oh, like, oh, boy. man, what, what's the deal? So anyway, oh, but that's it. Oh, boy. Sorry. I, I don't mean, think you people let- paid for that kind of stuff. You didn't pay to hear me talk about my woes. You know what I mean? Paid me to do shit like this. But not the other stuff. <laughs> Here's what I'll ask you. Do you, uh, let's just say tomorrow happens. There's no problems. Mm-hmm. Everything's perfectly fine. No. He gives yeah. you attitude. Are you mm-hmm. staying or are you being like, I don't want to deal with this? Well, we're already in the process of just kind of getting our ducks in a row. Oh. Lining those little bad boys up to move out. Look at this guy. Oh, and I forgot when you said downs. How how big was your previous house? Um, we lost about seven hundred feet square footage. Oh, square that's a, that's Jesus. a big place. Seven hundred square feet. You had a big house, dude. It's all right. 
cool. You never take any. Was it a two story or one story? <laughs> it was one story. Same it area. Nice, it was a very nice house. Yeah, I liked. I liked it. I liked that house much better than I liked this one. Same area. Yeah, we're about maybe a mile and a half, two miles away. You ever walk by it? It's one of those things. Like, do you have that thing when you're driving? And it's a place that you've been before or whatever. You've got history in a particular building or something. Your your head just kind of turns that way all the time when you pass All by. the That's time. The Absolutely. I'll but be like, oh. Oh, you don't? I don't drive. I'll be like, I want to come in your house. <laughs> I used to do things in your bedroom. I, I, would l- I think that would be cool for you to be like, look, I used to live here. Is it okay if I walk, like, just see how it looks now? I just, Fucking just people are of- weird like that when they do that. No. Really? That, that's the answer. No. How about that? Paul McCartney shit. did it. Yeah, well, I'm not Paul McCartney, Steve. And Paul but it's McCartney's a person not- doing it. Yeah, but it's Paul McCartney. Doing it. <laughs> you know, the guy was like, "I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a photo op out of this or an autograph or something." Sure, I'm letting Paul in. I remember in our old house, there's this area in Fresno called the Tower District, peeps. And in that area, it kind of goes back and like, like every other street's shady. That's how it works in the Tower District. And it's just gotten worse since I moved away, which was about 16 years ago. But I remember I wasn't home. And when I got home from work, Gail was fucking freaked out. You've seen Unbreakable, right? I have. So remember that big guy that's like, I want to come in your house. Yes. And he goes like, no, no, I don't want to come in your house. Some dude came up to our door. I think he had a mental disability, but he was doing that to Gail. I want to come in and look inside your house. And, Whoa. and she's like, she was freaking her out. And the door that we had was one of those doors that has a lot of glass windows in it. Not a good, yes. fr- it's not a good front door to have anymore. I think, I think that's just a bad idea, bad design, but he was like knocking on the glass kind of extra hard and stuff. Dude. That's when I knew we had to get out had to get out. I didn't know that you had one of those. Situ- that's a very interesting situation. Have you ever had, have you ever had the whole uh, come home door cracked open and things gone robbery situation? We've been robbed before. Yeah, we were actually robbed when we were moving from the old house to this one. No joke, Dan. What's the story? Yeah. It's not really a story. We got robbed. <laughs> they took all my <laughs> shit. What they took they a lot of stuff. Like, anything, like we had a any- lot of, everything was, the. I guess the most important stuff was here already. Because uh-huh. you kind of do that, right? You take your important stuff first. But I left behind. I'm so bummed out. I know this is like, it's not going to seem like that big of a deal. But I had this awesome vinyl collection all this collector shit i had like erotic city 45 i had stuff that was signed by bands i had imports i had all kinds of stuff and they just took that you know that shit just got sold at a swap meet or something like that for a quarter but they stole that they stole a bunch of comics they stole i used to be into um collecting action figures and they stole a box of all the good ones left me with all the shit ones i mean what do you do the records though yeah. When I'm yeah, because a lot of this stuff was like in the garage, and they somehow figured out a way. They must have been watching us move back and forth, and they figured out a way to get in, and they took all of our shit in the middle of the night. But when I got there, I, I uh, was checking everything out, and I'm freaking out because you know that's a it's a violation, obviously, of course. But of I'm course. really upset about this just because I just I don't like that. Like I remember one time someone broke into my car, and the next morning I could still smell them in the car. It was like this. Oh fucking, no! What was it? Uh-uh. Uh, no. And to make it even worse, it was Dracar Noir. That's what they smelled like. So oh, the thief that, that got into good. my car smelled like Dracar. No. He, he was oh, doing his no. thing. What was he, 13 in 1995 or something? <laughs> this was in the 90s, so it's very possible. <laughs> I'm like, you, 
You smell cool water? You smell like cool water in here. Oh, dude, that brings back. Oh, if you smell like cool water, I immediately think doggy style. The album, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the I was like, you album. Too? <laughs> <laughs> Me that too. brings up so many other questions. Be like, why? That's strange. Be like, hey, <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Anyway, it's the album. But yeah, it brings back like Cool Water and no other. No, you know what? CK1 brings back the early 2000s. CK1. That was the one that was unisex, right? Kind yes. of smelled like citrus a little bit. And then then the kind of rebels. Did you ever have a problem putting that on? No, I never Gee, I never wore CK1. No. I got a bottle of it for a birthday. So I put it on Look a few times, herb. but it was never my jam. I didn't like it. Look at this. Herb. I didn't like it. What were some of the other ones that were popular in the 90s? Um Polo. Polo was that was. Yes. Polo was tight. I like that shit. But my dad wore it, so I always figured, like, I can't wear it because I'll smell um, like my dad. So, yeah. And then, like, when he died, I was cleaning out his, his uh, cabinets, smelling Polo. <laughs> I'm going to save this, like, Did a you? hoarder. It's in here somewhere. That's it's awesome, in this house dude. somewhere. Yeah, it's That's somewhere awesome. around. Um, I knew the, the rebels of my friends, they'd wear jupe because they wanted to smell different. Oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot about that. Jupe was the, jupe was the one that was, like, a, it had, like, a purple bottle right it's like a purple yeah. bottle with like different tones of purple in it sort of sure like, shape, like a vase yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. a vase that was a good one what'd you say a vase a vase yes 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 i should pause um god what else was there man so we had oh yeah yeah remember eternity oh my you know what i think <laughs> that could make a comeback eternity was pretty good i liked it it smelled really good dude i forgot about eternity you know what did you ever have a cologne because you know how it, you know how it, like it smells different on everybody yeah, absolutely. Did you ever have a cologne that was your go-to cologne where you're like, people like, when I put this on, people compliment me all the time. To this day. I, I'm going to sound really whatever, but any cologne I ever pick, I get complimented on it every, all, all the time, dude. People at work will be like, what are you using? What are you, what do you have on? Because I know how to pick colognes. That is the douchebaggiest answer I've ever gotten. What are you going to do, Steve. dude? Thanks Everything, for playing. dude. Thanks for playing. <laughs> But I'm also the same the guy, douche. by the way, that gave himself a five out of five on appearance. Just saying. look, dude, I'm also the douche that stays two hours in a cologne store, resetting my senses with the uh, coffee beans to with smell the coffee each beans. And every oh, yep. fuck you. <laughs> and I, you know, what? I actually haven't bought cologne in a long time. Man. I've been going off of my general musk. Very well, you probably can't considering. I mean, they're really where we work. They do not like that. They're like, uh, uh-uh, they gives people allergies. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I got to walk around here like smelling good. Steve just has to smell like a flower. Well, I don't now. Now I don't wear cologne at all because I'm alone. So I'm just like, no cologne when I'm alone. Oh, my God. I knew I, that was coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah, that's my like mantra. That? That's what I say. No Is cologne really? when I'm alone. No, you. That's what oh. you're saying. <laughs> Hey, man, did you ever hear of one? Now, this is going to make me sound like I just finished watching Beverly Hills 90210, the original series. But Great series. Did you ever hear of a cologne called Curve? Yes. I wore, uh, my friend wore Curve. Bro, I still have that shit in my catalog. <laughs> I wear yeah, cologne. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. Dude, I swear to God, I don't know what it is. I understand it's, a, it's an older cologne. <laughs> but if I put it on, I immediately get crazy compliments. Really? It's weird. So I'm like, oh, I'll just, yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I keep it around. 
I couldn't you even may- tell you what's new right now. I haven't been to, I haven't been cologne shopping and shit. It's just years. Really? I mean, yeah. you don't need it though, because like, again, thing. what you do? No. Yeah. You're not, you're more like, if I had to bet, like, even though I was totally wrong, I would have been like, Dan is the type to have a shoe collection or a Kango collection. The last thing he's going to have is colognes. Okay. I own two Kangos. That's not a collection. I would no. expect 24. No. It used to be like that with sneakers, but I was never like a sneakerhead. Uh huh. I was just single. So I was, I was, dude, when I was single, I'm, I was like you, this douchebag, just buying all the stupid cologne and shit, $3,000 gym sets and stuff. I was a total douchebag, just like you. <laughs> Very funny. Here's, <laughs> a, here's my, here's my question to you at night. Okay. At 15, uh-huh. what would your 15 year old self have said when I make money, like Dan makes money now, I'm going to have a bunch of what? <laughs> You know what, man? My 15-year-old brain was not wired very well. Like I was just a, okay. I was okay. just a, everything. Only thing I was really into is like live music. And ah, oh, fuck it, I'll say it. I was not. I was. I wasn't a juvenile delinquent, but I smoked weed kind of early in high school. So okay. I would probably. So I was probably like, you know, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of weed. Like I had no goals when I was 15. That's I was okay. the guy, 15. Like I didn't want to go to college. I, I just figured I would just ride things out and <laughs> see what happens. So yeah, 15 was not a good age to judge off of. Um. I was never that guy. I wanted a nice car, not necessarily this particular car. Wanted a nice house, not necessarily anywhere. I just I kind of had that that vision of just having nice shit, but I didn't have anything pinpointed. You accomplished your goals. Yeah, I did okay. That's kind of right. weird, isn't it? You literally did exactly what you wanted. I want nice stuff to make it. Not, uh, Dan. I don't know why you just you put a tone on it sometimes. <laughs> like, you don't. You're doing this for four years, and you, it's always so grand when you say things, and it's not. Like I look around, I'm like, it's just a very modest home. I I I don't have a big home. You always say, oh, you got a big home. I don't have a big home. You have a really Dude. nice home. I have a shelter, a, a roof over my head that we decorate, and it's. I think it's nice. Thank you for saying so. But no, I. It's weird when when you say things because it makes it sound so much more than it really is. It's, it's true. You have a beautiful family. You have two amazing dogs. You have two cars and a house. You have made it. Am I doing that nuclear family thing? Isn't that what that is by definition? Like You absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah, you me. absolutely are. You didn't have another kid by another person. No. See? No. That you know of. That I know of. That's the thing. <laughs> to do my business back in the day. That would be the best podcast of history if you got that knock on the door. I'd be like, we're <laughs> podcasting today. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like the end of Color Purple. I did. I never watched Color Purple. Oh, God damn it, Steve. I can't figure you out. (laughs) And I have a feeling there's a reason, right? Is there a reason? No, it just looks super boring. It's not a boring movie. It's a long movie. It's a sad movie, but it's not a boring movie. Okay. I mean, I get it. No, I get like people will quote it and I'll be like, yeah, I know. I, I know that quote, too. I pretty much watched the movie via other people's quotes. I've seen the movie. Well, you've seen the part at the end. You've had to have heard the part at the end where she's she's old now. Celie's old, and her sister, who had moved away to Africa, comes back. And at the end of the, you know, she she uh, she had to deal with Donald Glover being this abusive husband her whole life. She finally gets away from him. Spoilers. And she's Danny Glover. What did I say? Did Donald I say Donald? Glover. Oh yeah. Well, he was there too. He was just a little kid, mm-hmm. but <laughs> he's childish Gambino running around in the background. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Danny Glover. Thank you. It was Danny Glover. The guy talks like this. Oh, I'm yeah, too yeah. old for this shit. That's really good. He Danny was a Glover. dick in that movie, man. 
Yeah, I, I remember he beat Oprah. No, that was Harpo. Harpo's uh, Harpo was her husband. Oh. And she, she said, you're going to learn, bam, to respect me. Bam. She just beats the shit out of Harpo. Harpo? Is that purposely Oprah backwards? Huh. I, you know, <laughs> I never thought about it until like right now. Maybe so. She's like, I'm not going to do this unless I can get my name backwards. In the <laughs> you want Oprah, you got to play by Oprah's games. Why are you referring to yourself in third person? That's really weird. Maybe, maybe that conversation happened on the set. And that's, you know, we'd have to go and fact check that one. But maybe that's how she got. She's like, oh, that's my name backwards. Maybe she never thought about it before. And then she made, doesn't she have Harpo Productions? She does. Yeah. So maybe that's where it came from. Maybe it was from, it was from Color Purple. And maybe. then she just, oh, may, I mean, it would be a huge coincidence if Spielberg were like, nah, it was just random. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> it was random. <laughs> no, but I, I, I will not. I'll probably watch the movie when I'm like 93. Just for the, just watch the end. Cause she's in the field, right? Mm-hmm. By herself, she's fine. She has her own business now. I think it's a sewing business or something. Oh, nice. she's, she's made a life for herself after all this abuse that she's had for her entire life. And so she's in this field of wildflowers and she looks off in the distance. And because her sister's prominent in the movie, like in her thoughts and stuff, like she's writing mm-hmm. her letters and stuff like that. So her sister's in the movie, but, and you see her when she's a kid when they get separated. Anyway, the end of the movie, she looks up from whatever she's doing and she sees three figures. <laughs> standing at the very end of the field with uh, by their car and they're wearing all this like African garb and it's all flowing in the wind and shit. So she comes up, she walks up to her and she, I think her name was Nettie. So like, Seely, Nettie! And they come up and they run and, and she does that perfect, like, <laughs> it was great. You know how we talk about sometimes how like when action stars get too old and they do that old run? Oh, yes. Well, she wasn't old yet, but she still did a really good old run. I remember that. It looked like, Impressive. ow, ooh, that looks like it hurts when you're running. Hips are bad or something, but it just it didn't look right. And then she has her. She's like, your children are here. And she she had children that were taken away from her at a very early age. Her sister took them with her to save them. And they're standing there and they're all wearing all that stuff. And I just remember like it's really it was like one of those happy tears kind of moment because she just looks at her son and he walks up to her and he doesn't speak English because he's from Africa. And she's like, Mama, <laughs> Mama. And he starts talking Aww. to her and then they cry and then I cry and I just watch that movie. Did you cry? Uh, I believe that that movie definitely drained some tears from me before. Mm-hmm. Who did you watch the movie with? Um, my parents used to watch that movie all the time. I think my grandma watched that movie too. It was one of those things where I'd go over and hang out at my grandma's house and it was like they're running the three same movies on HBO. So it would be like that. And then it would be like uh, Scarface and maybe a, a comedy movie. What was that? Uh, oh God, I can't think of the movie. It doesn't matter. It was just stupid. Oh, Super Fuzz. You ever see Super Fuzz? I've never even heard the it's, words put together. It's look up super fuzz on youtube you can actually i think that's where i saw it you can watch that movie it's not a good movie but it's just about this <laughs> cop that gets superpowers and it's a really low budget movie but they they ran that movie so much that one what was the other one um probably not wouldn't go it wouldn't go very well these days it was called they call me bruce you ever heard that one? never heard of that either they called me there's lots of uh, like racial asian movies yeah bruce was a guy he was a, he was a fish out or fish out of water movie and he comes to America to make a name for himself. But everyone's like, oh, you look like Bruce Lee. So and he learns karate. Oh, was it Bruce Lee? Lee? No, it was just oh. like, they call him Bruce because he's an Asian. Oh, so there's oh, a Jesus racial tone. Christ, to the movie. dude. Yeah. Wow. 
And then what that was the is. other one that was like super? They had a movie. Um, you know, you've heard of the character Charlie Chan, right? I have heard of Charlie Chan. Well, in the movie, Charlie Chan's played by a white dude. Of course. So good job, America. Of course. Did you guys watch? Y'all do Last Dragon? Fuck yeah, I did the Last Dragon. I'm saying, like, as a family, is that the th- a thing you guys did? Uh, no, but I remember going to my friend. Like, there was a theater uh, getting local again, folks. But Manchester Center, this old mall that, that we used that to in have. The theaters? Yeah. Do you remember the cinema <laughs> for Manchester? Not the one that's not the one that they have now, but the old one. No, Sorry to get local. Dakota and Blackstone for you local. Oh yeah, the cheapy one. Yeah. The you feel like you're gonna get killed in there? Uh huh. Yeah, I always felt like in fear of my life when I went to that theater. I sure by B of A. We sat through like four showings of The Last Dragon one time. That was a really, and the soundtrack was crazy. Yeah, when I came out, I was feeling the rhythm of the night. Gee, that was a great, that was a freaking, you know, odd, odd fact, the same person that wrote Rhythm of the Night wrote um, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. <laughs> really? Diane Warren, yeah. And Unbreak My Heart. Yeah. Well, you know, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Well, hey, you don't like don't want to miss a thing? No, I can't stand Damn. Aerosmith. Okay, did something happen? Did something happen bad during that? Yeah, like, was something Aerosmith sad? made music during that time. That's Damn, what happened. That, that song is really good. It was fine. But I think that that song got really popular because uh, what movie was it attached to? It was um, it was a Bruce Willis movie. Uh, help me out, Steve. Armageddon, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Armageddon. It was yeah, it was the song for Armageddon. I just, I don't know. Oh, I think Aerosmith is way overrated. Oh, damn. What? I don't think that's controversial. I really don't. You should probably clip that out. (laughs) Clip it out. (laughs) Look. How come you guys don't have any listeners anymore? Because Dan doesn't like Aerosmith. He's got taste. Dan, you don't like City Boy to Get It Born to Get It Oh, City Boy to Beat Them All. Oh, yeah. You don't like that? How's it go? I love it, man. You're just scatting right there. I, no one knows that words to that song. What the fuck are they saying in that song? I don't know, but Love in an Elevator is a killer. What was that album called? That was like their comeback album. That, because they did, song is they did. I believe. Don't quote me, Aerosmith fans, because I really, I'm just guessing. But I'm pretty yeah. sure they did an album called "Done with Mirrors," and that was post because they used to be the Toxic Twins. They were really bad. Uh, uh, Joe Perry and Steven Tyler were huge cokeheads, and they called I them the Toxic Twins. And they almost, oh yeah, there's, there's, they were huge cokeheads, and they basically broke the band up. They were shit. They weren't doing very well. So they got clean and they came back and they did. I think the first thing they did was that album done with mirrors and they had one hit on that. That was called let the music do the talking. And that's when I kind of jumped on like, Oh, okay. I kind of like this song album sucked. That was a good song. And then they did the run, uh, run DMC thing. That's what got them back to fame. Oh, I didn't know. And so how, and cause the, the, the album I came in on other than the whole love in an elevator and all that stuff is it might've been on the same album. Actually, the one with the cow on the front pump, Pump. Now, hold on. Pump is a fucking great album. Gee, they're dope. So also, you know, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Pump is dope, dude. I love that album. That's see, I mean, because for me, I was like, this Janie is got good. gun on it. Yes. And and uh, but even after that, they did Pink. I like Pink. I thought that was a good mm. song. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, Dan, I didn't it's know okay. you thought they were overrated. No, it's fine. I, I mean, it's, but is it? Listen, I'm not. Who am I? 
music, it's all subjective, right? I understand. So if it resonates that. with you, fantastic. I didn't like it. Here's the funny part that he apparently Coke changed his voice because I remember when I first heard uh, when I was listening to Aerosmith, they like they also did Dream On. I said that's him. Like he sounds totally different. I said Coke he, it really messed up his voice because he sounds nothing I still think like that's that. That's their guy. best song ever. No, no, he's raspy. I don't know if he was smoking or not, but uh, he's definitely raspy now. But Dream On, I still think is their best song. Um, I don't really like that song that much. I had tickets to go see Aerosmith, and they weren't cheap. They were they were they were pretty expensive. They were close to like a hundred bucks. Jesus. I wanted to see Lenny Kravitz though, so I got tickets to see. Of course you did, Lenny Kravitz. Dude, I don't know why you're hating on Lenny Kravitz when you're talking about fucking I don't want to miss a thing. I'm just like, of course you're going to want it. That's so you. Lenny Kravitz is a damn... He dope. He is dope. But... What is it? Lenny Kravitz is a damn what? You didn't finish. It's a... Lenny Kravitz is... Like if... Okay. Oh, man. That would be a great... If someone gave me a quiz on something versus something... Mm-hmm. I would win because it would be like if, if they'd be like something versus Lenny Kravitz. I'd be like, oh, that for Dan, uh, Lenny Kravitz. I'd be able to pick each versus, be like, oh, Dan. But yeah, now, Dan. like, it's not like everything that he does I celebrate. I don't really shit. I kind of jumped off at American Woman. I'm like, okay, I'm done with Lenny Kravitz. Really, his it was the two albums I like was Mama Said and Are That's You Gonna Go My album. Way. Those two albums I think are That's classics. Good. They're That's fucking a, wait, great. Is Are You Gonna Go? You didn't like It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Yeah, I, we matter of fact, we we did that on the show, and you were hating. Isn't on. I know, but isn't that a different album? Yeah, that's Mama said. That's Mama said. Mm-hmm. That dude, this great fucking album it has always on the run on it. Mama said, um, cute little song called "Flowers for Zoe," little Zoe Kravitz when she was a baby. And it had wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me look that album up. I didn't know that. I'll, I, I can do it for you, Mama if you said. Like. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm actually it doing it right now. I got a little sound system here. It's my three thousand dollar gym. I like that. Yeah. Mama said. Yeah. My mama said that your life is a gift. Yeah, that's the shit. I didn't know that. I probably sound like a psychopath coming from the other room. Dang, I was ninety one. I was freaking thirteen. Stand by my woman was a great song. Always on the run. It ain't over till it's over. More than anything in this world, what goes around comes around. The difference is why. Stop dragging around. I mean, listen to this shit, dude. Come on. Wait, Mama says not on this. Oh, oh, yeah. He's talking to the producer. More on the time. Engineer's like, all right, let me turn this up a little bit. How's that sound, Lenny? Everything coming in good? Bass. Gotcha. Okay, do that. More guitar. All right. Sing, motherfucker. Come on, man. He was singing about his nuts in the song. It's called Stop Dragging Around. No, all right. I'm failing. I'm just, you know, I'm not good with the, the potty jokes with you, Steve. You're a bad audience for that. I'm sorry. I'm looking at. Uh, just the No, it wasn't good. I'm just kidding. I just feel bad because I've, I've had two flops in two shows. Still think that joke was good, by the way. You and Quentin fucked it all up for me. <laughs> Dude, that it was it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> hey, you hear that a lot in your life. It was fun. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I see what you did there. Kind of mean. Pointlessly mean, but I feel you. It's all right. Well, I think as an album, my Mama Said might be his best album. As an album. It doesn't contain his best songs, but he has the most good songs on one album. Yep. I'm okay. looking for Are You Gonna Go? Oh, there it is right there. It has a different deluxe edition cover. 
So let's see. <clears throat> Are you going to go my way? Believe. Come That's on and love me. Song. Come on and love me is a good song too. It's got that that funky ass bass in it right here. Listen. Or bass uh, drums rather. The fuzzy drums. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. What? (laughs) You know what? You're the worst. You are the fucking worst. I remember one time I was trying to show you. Hold on. I got. I was trying to show you something one time, and you know you don't have to like the band, but I was just trying to make a point. You know, my hey, listen to this song. It was Twenty One Pilots song, and I texted it to you, and then. I think we we're going to do a show the next day. So I asked you, hey, man, did you listen to that song? Oh, I listened to 20 seconds of it. And I was done. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm done. What so if I'm someone good. did that to your music? Uh, that's how most people digest music. They listen to about 20 seconds. That's not true. Seconds. Dude, if you don't like a song in 20 seconds, your brain will generally tune out. It depends on what it is, I really think. I mean, I think there's definitely exceptions to the rule. Yeah, if you like the person. Yes, you'll give them a benefit of the doubt. But if you're showing someone brand new music, you need to be like, let me show them the best song that these guys have. Then they will give them the benefit of the doubt later on. When you're coming with shit like uno, dos, tres, si, that's different than what I just played for you. I've never heard that song. Yes, you have. God damn it, Steve. It was on the show. Oh, okay. Never mind. I have then, I guess. Fuck. Is, is it one of those herb popular songs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very It's very spicy. Lots of herbs. Um, this has some good songs. I mean, Believe is one of his best. Uh, the problem is he has a bunch of songs spread out on different albums. Like Circus is a fantastic song, but it's on, it's like one of the good songs on that album. So the best co- collection of good songs he has is Mama Said. Yeah, you're right. He just can't get them all on one album. I know I'm right, Steve. I, was, I wasn't asking. I wasn't asking, it's Steve. True. I know I'm right. It's true. It's true. You know Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Getting back to... Um, Oh God! If it's not Stevie Wonder, it's that's it. That's it. It's, it's not what I like. Then it's all bad. That's what you. That's, that's hi. The, I'm Steve. I'm not a big Aerosmith, but I can honestly say that they're good. When you said overrated, I was like, oh, that's an interesting statement. I really do think they're overrated. Oh, so anyway, the the uh, Lenny story. So yeah, I go see. We we got off on a tangent. So I go to this concert. I want to see Lenny Kravitz. Kills it. Right. Then Aerosmith comes on. What's up, baby? Do it till you do it. And I was just like, nope. I'm done. Really? I'm like, I'm just gonna wait for Dream On. Next song, please. Oh, can he still hit those? Another fucking. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to miss a thing. Remember when they just did crazy, amazing, crazy, amazing, crazy? They had all these songs that kind of sounded the same for a while. Kind of, yeah. That was (laughs) so. That was just that. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking horrible. I go, I just want Dream On. Dream On comes on. We bounced right after Dream On. Dream On. Dang, G. It's a true story. I've never, you know what? I've never wanted to see Aerosmith in concert so much. So I couldn't really, but I imagine I'd be like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I know that song. Oh, I know. Like there's going to be a bunch of songs. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that they did that thing. But I would definitely, I wouldn't mind seeing Lenny live. I'm such a troll when it comes to music I don't like. Like my really good friend Mike and his fiance had tickets to go see Aerosmith in Vegas. And then COVID happened because they were doing one of those, um, (laughs) What do they call it? Residency shows or something like yes. that? Where they're there for a while? Residency uh-huh. show, right? Yeah. So they were doing a residency show. And he, her, <laughs> Olivia, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I don't think you're listening though. She was so excited about this, man. She loves Aerosmith. And she was like devastated that she couldn't see this show. <laughs> and put it out, put it out on Facebook. I'm really sad. I'm not going to, you know, didn't get to go to Vegas and COVID. And I'm like, well, at least you didn't have to watch fucking Aerosmith. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. What a troll. 
What a troll. I, I know. I'm mean. She laughed. Um, I got like a mean, mean gif, gif, whatever you want to call it. I, I like, yeah. I, I, I don't dirty know. Look. Like, is there a concert you want to go? Like, you've seen so many. Is there someone you want, you haven't seen that you want to see? RTJ. I, I'm going to buy the tickets oh, for Run right, the Jewels right, and right, uh, Rage right. Against the Machine. Just a few yeah. months ago, I'm like, that's insanity. I will not spend that kind of money. And then RTJ4 dropped. I'm like, oh, looks like I'm spending that money. That's I got to see Rage Against the Machine with RTJ. Uh, that's if Rage Against is still together by the time COVID's done. Dude, it's been like, why wouldn't they be? They got back together after 20-something mm, years, 20 yeah. years, just to do a tour. I've seen this story before, dude. I'm calling it. I'm calling it, dude. Bands get back together, okay. and they end up having another fallout, and then they, it ends. I'm, now, I might be wrong. Timestamp. You are wrong, and I'll tell you why. Because why? LP and Zach De La Roca are really good friends. Matter of fact, when Rage Against the Machine broke up, he moved in with LP and just okay. did a bunch of like music that we'll probably never hear. So they're good friends. And I was just okay. watching an interview, and they, they he he confirmed he's like, yeah, this tour's happening. Okay. And the tickets are still on sale. I know that doesn't mean uh, anything. Things change. <laughs> okay. Why you got to poo poo on my plan, bro? Like why, I'm not pooping. It's just like, it? do you feel like a better person? We've all Does read enough satisfaction? music books to see that. Oh, we've seen this story happen before. Yeah, but they didn't have a. There wasn't a lot of like turbulence in there. I think they did have some. For la- <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give you the the the. Generic phrase of musical okay. differences or uh, artistic differences or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think that no, I think it was a good time for them to jump off and let the '90s finish up, and then they went away. But now, for obvious reasons, Rage Against the Machine are coming back, dude, with the capes on and everything. I can't wait. I think it's great. I don't think they're gonna do like another album. I kind of, I sort of hope they don't, because if they do another album and it just doesn't pop, I always think that bursts the bubble. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like the. They didn't do that well on this one. They should have just kept. They should have just left well enough alone. But if they come out there and do their hits, which is basically all three of their albums, yeah, and that's have, what I'm saying. And then have fucking run the jewels come out with them. Oh my god, I'm excited. My nipples are hard right now. Are you putting them over um, chili chili peppers? Oh, good god, yes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, talent. Well, it depends. I know how your brain works. So you know, Tim was it Tim Cunniford, I believe his name is not a better bass player than Flea. Oh, I'm not. I'm saying as a group. I'm saying as a group. Oh yeah, I most definitely. I, I like Rage Against the Machine more. Okay, that's cool. I'm not a fan I mean, of the Chili. I don't peppers. know. I kind of put the Chili Peppers in the Aerosmith camp now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, I went to go the same kind of a story. I won't share it with you, but I went to go see. There's a band called the Mars Volta. Very fucking talented. Yes. Very 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 talented band. Yes. It's like it's like watching Santana, Led Zeppelin, and who knows what else. It's it's amazing what they do. I don't necessarily like all of their music, but they are fucking awesome to watch. So I paid Chili Pepper prices to see Mars Volta, and then we bounced out of that too. See, I remember Mars Volta because a very popular church musician, a drummer that was a beast, got hired on to Mars Volta. I was like, why did that group choose that guy? And then I listened to the group. I'm like, oh, they just go for the best musician. And they knew that he was the best. Do you know his name? Uh, his name was uh, oh, uh, his name was Thomas Pridgen. I wonder if he played on the very uh, it's, the album's called Deloused in the Comatorium. Holy shit, the drummer's killing it on that album. That's this funny to say that. Like, I got Thomas to see them. Pridgen. My buddy Matt used to work in radio, and we got to see them at this uh, place called the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. Really small place. Like it was so fucking hot in there. 
I remember there was just sweat dripping in. I don't, I'm trying to be funny or anything. But I just remember like, wow, there's a lot of sweat dripping down into my ass crack. Like it was so hot wow. in the show. It, hey, it happens. It happens to you. You just don't talk about it. I don't care. Right? Okay. I'm tired of muting myself. You shouldn't dag on it. I shouldn't. You're right. I'm going to get in trouble, but I shouldn't. Um, but anyway, it was a fucking incredible show, man. And then uh, uh, Saul Williams, you know who Saul Williams is? The poet, yes. Yeah, yeah. He opened up for them. And that was fucking cool, too, because he had a live band behind him and stuff. It was it was a really, really good show. But anyway, yeah, I, I bounced out of the Chili Peppers. I just wanted to see Mars Volta kill it. I didn't know you weren't a Chili. I, I mean, I knew you weren't a fan. I didn't know you were not a fan enough to leave without hearing a song from them. Well, the older version of the Chili Peppers, like anything past uh, Californication. And I didn't really like Californication either. The really the, the albums that I like by them are uh, Mother's Milk, Blood Sugar Sets Magic. And what was the one with Dave Navarro? Oh my god! I can see the cover, and I can't think of the name of it right now. It's a good album too, with Aeroplane and all that shit. That was a good. That's album. a good. But you didn't, you didn't like um, uh, Scar Tissue. It was okay. It was actually a throwaway track off of the Blood Sugar Sex Magic, so I gave it a pass. I think I, I I like. Here's here's the thing. I can't say that I like the Chili Peppers. It's just whatever I hear from them, I end up liking, and that's normally the radio hits. Like I'm like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like I'm that. I'm really surprised that you, because I've told you before to check out Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and you never did. There's some great, great songs on there. Great, just funky as shit songs on that album. Isn't that the one with Under the Bridge? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the one song from them I don't like. It's weird. The, as right. far as radio hits, we, radio hits. You got a problem with that? I and mean, he's just, he's singing his heart out about his heroin addiction. You're a really insensitive prick, Steve. Here's my problem with that song. When he's like, uh, uh, what did he say? Uh, um, I don't really. Oh, take me to the place. I, I don't like that. I don't ever want to feel. The take me to the place. Like he's like, take me to the place. I'm like, no, nope, I'm the out. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was out immediately. Take me all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm good. Okay, Mr. Perfect. But their, their dude, their redo, their uh, cover of um, uh, Love Roller Coaster. Holy crap, dude. I was like, I would have not touched that song. And yet they touched it. And I was like, they gave it a run for its money. I mean, you know, his little rap he put in there. Whatever. I liked it. And of course, man, Flea. Listen to Flea right here. Kill this. You heard the song Funky Monks? I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just listen to Flea right here. That's the shit right there. Flea is, he's always been great. He's always been great. It's crazy. I mean, he's, he's earned the right to do this, of course, and he lived hardcore. But have you seen him on Instagram lately? No, I have not. He looks like a grandpa now. Uh, he is a grandpa. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, we all, shit, I look like a grandpa right now. I could be. But it's just weird when you see your heroes get older. Yes. And also, you make heroes your, like, you love RTJ and they're your age. It makes sense that you would love their style of hip hop because they're our age. Well, they come from what I came from, kind of. Exactly. And I think they're very comfortable with that. And I and I although they do have I imagine they do have younger fans that also love classic hip hop. But I love that they're not trying to push forward and say, hey, we're going to try some new electronic type. No, they're just like, we're going to do the stuff we do very well and just keep it at that thing and just do what we do well better than anyone else can do it. That's a yeah. very smart, pl- that's a smart play to play. A lot of these dudes, they're like, let's try to sound like now. 
bad move. You're 45. You should not be. Yeah. You know, the thing though is like, if you, if you make the same hamburger every day and you eat it, you're going to get sick of eating that same hamburger. So I kind of get, I respect bands for wanting to try stuff and, and sort of expand their horizons and, and, and do something different, come out of their safety box and just do something that might resonate with people or a younger fan base or whatever. But it's often a fail. But it's also because of the they they often pick the wrong producer. If you pick the only producer that can do that and span all the decades is Niles Rogers. Get Niles Rogers. He somehow makes current stuff sound really good. So get him. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, get that guy. He has a he has the Midas touch. But I don't Got think you guys can touch. do that's a great song, isn't it? I love <laughs> it's a great it. Great song. Hey hey, speaking of songs, man, you know how you were saying that there's a uh, certain songs that. You don't understand what the lyrics are. Like you can't make any like the Aerosmith. This is the beat. Do the do the beat. Can you think of any other songs that are like that? Like just off the top of your head? All D'Angelo songs. You can't understand a word he's saying? On Voodoo from Playa Playa, you cannot understand anything he's saying. But we don't care. We don't understand what he's saying and how does it feel. We don't understand any of that. We're like, but it's just dope. Who cares? He's that good. I don't care. <laughs> Have you ever heard um Yellow Lead Better by Pearl Jam? No. Tell me if you can make out one word this motherfucker's saying. All right, coming at you. This is Yellow Leadbetter. Off the album, Vitology. Let me fast forward a little bit. Oh, here we go. Right here. I think Eddie, I think Eddie Vedder's drunk. Why? Well, listen. I think he's having a stroke. Wow. I can sing the song for you. What the fuck is he saying, Steve? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good song, though. I like it. It's a really kind of a like a soothing song to me, like when I'm driving. I like the song. I think the melody is very pretty. I like the way he sings it. I just don't know what he's saying. He's the one that does that Jeremy Spoken song, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. They sound, he sounds the same. He sound, and the thing is, he's going to be able to sing like that forever because he doesn't go high. He doesn't go super low. He can just do that. For, and I, I, I bet you they're going to be able to sell out arenas for the rest of their lives. They're I great think. in concert. Can they sell out arenas? I believe so. I think they tour so infrequently that they just kind of like clean up when they tour. You know what I mean? They'll just do these certain amount of shows and then they just clean up when they do. I they like came him. to Fresno one time. Like they did a really yeah. cool thing. They were the first band that I've ever seen. I know it's, it's done now, but like... You could go, they recorded every single one of their shows on one particular tour cycle, and then they just put them out like immediately afterwards. You couldn't buy them at the concert, but they put them out like within a week. That's really dope. So I have the Fresno show on a proper CD with playlists, you know, with the, yeah, they were good, dude. God damn it. They were good in concert. Is one of your favorite bands? No, but they're, I have a lot of respect for Pearl Jam though. Pearl Jam versus Dave Matthews. Oh, Pearl Jam. Okay. Come on. Let's, let's okay. stop it. 
I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what Dan would say. I'm not going into the technical part of it, though, because I think. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying as a band. As a the music that I care for more would be Pearl Jam. Okay, that's I'm partial to their music. Okay, Dave Matthews Van versus uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. (laughs) The thing is, there's certain albums that I like by them. So if I could take like two albums or three albums that I like by the Chili Peppers and then put it up against Dave Matthews Band. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think they're, I think they're kind of, I think they're kind of the same. Not the same as like, you know, musically, of course, but Songs I, I, re- like. I regard them the same. They, I'll tell you one thing though. They put on yeah. a better concert than Dave Matthews band does. If you're not, cause like I'd go a couple times and, and they played the songs that I'd like, but then after a certain album, they just, I think the album's called every day, which was hot trash. Sorry, Shannon. And, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for that anymore. It just got very boring. Now, if you had best ofs, a con, a like literally a playlist of their best of hits, mm-hmm. and you put them up, Dave Matthews best of, Chili Peppers best of, Pearl Jam best of, Aerosmith best of, who has the best best ofs? Okay, cancel out Aerosmith. And so Aerosmith best ofs gone. Yeah. Okay. A lot yeah. of people would disagree with me, but I... I no, 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 no. It's your opinion. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. And then who's what it, Pearl Jam? Who Pearl Jam, Dave peppers? Matthews, Chili Peppers, yeah. Best of. I would probably, like, what I would listen to more and continue to listen to, I would say Pearl Jam. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah. They've got a great, Interesting. greatest hits album. That's a, that's, that me. I mean, it, and it's also a product of when you were, like, growing up. Yeah, I am totally yeah. that guy now. It's like, man, I wish I could just go back to the 90s. Everything Dude, the 90s were a beast. 90s were it had, fucking awesome. I'm sorry. It had something for all of us. Yeah. It had something for like the hip hop was incredible. The uh, the 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 um, you know grunge was incredible, and the um, alternative was incredible. So everyone could listen to their own thing and be like, okay, we have great now. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. 90s, but even the early 2000s were dope. The 2000s were dope. We just got so spoiled by the 90s and the 80s that we didn't consider it dope until we get this hot garbage now. Then we're like, oh, crap. How dope was that? I don't know what it was, man. I think it was, you know, obviously our age, my age in particular, what I'm talking about, because it was my version of the 90s. But I just had the most fun. It's not that I'm not having fun now or I'm, I'm living a lesser life, but it was just I did so much fun shit and hung out with so many people in the 90s and. You know, you're kind of, I graduated in 1990, so you're, you're fresh out of high school and you're, you're figuring out how to be an adult and everything. I fell in love, mm-hmm. traveled somewhat. It was just the 90s were great, man. And all that music was like the soundtrack to my life. I took so many, I just, like to this day, if I drive to Los Angeles with Gail by ourselves, like we know, remember when we heard this one album we were driving? You know, it's just weird little, I can remember where I, when the first time I heard, I don't like this band, but the first time I heard the Offsprings album, Smash, I remember driving past a gas station in Tulare. <laughs> this is weird wow shit that, that is well that yeah i could i could totally because the important songs you remember the first time you heard these important songs in your brain right where's like yeah. this is a game changer this song right here is a game changer yeah i remember all my game all my game changing songs i remember where i was when i listened when i heard them the first time and sometimes i try to listen to them and take my mind back to when i didn't know the song ex- song existed and how it felt and all the goosebumps I had, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. every so often I do have to listen to my, you know, my favorite songs of all time. And just like Africa never u- loses its, um, 
goosebumpy feeling for me. Mm-mm, Every time mm-mm, I listen to it, it takes me mm-mm. immediately back to San Pedro. And so it never loses. And then oddly enough, I don't like when doves cry. But every time I hear it, it takes me right back to where I was when I first heard When Doves Cry. And I'm not even a huge fan of that song. So just certain songs give you those goosebumps. You're like, oh, I remember exactly where I was. Jesus. Anytime I hear the Purple Rain soundtrack, it puts me back. Again, I'm going local. And I think this might even be before your time. Do you remember a place in Fresno called the, uh, what's it called? Festival Cinemas? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it puts me in a movie theater with my next door neighbor, Carlos, watching Terminator. That it's just weird. Like I just, that's why so weird purple how, rain did that do that? Because I was really into purple rain at the time. And it just it's same really year. I bet you, I got a different I movie. I can't remember the year. It must've been like what? 83, maybe 83 sounds right. Probably. I'm guessing that's when Terminator came out too. Jesus. Real. Oh, the first Terminator. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I thought, on the, the, fir- on the, I thought the first Terminator was in seventies or 79 no, 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 no. or 80, 81. I thought it was 80, 81. Well, whenever it was, it was when, uh, Purple Rain was out. Hmm. I'm one of the few people that didn't really dig the Purple Rain soundtrack until maybe in the last two years. I just, I didn't think that was his best music. But now that I had to realize, but imagine hearing this after like For You and his other album, then this. And you're like, whoa, this was crazy. But yeah, I didn't really dig it till. And honestly, no one, well, maybe some people were, but no one introduced me to Purple Rain saying this is his best album of all time. Some people believe it is, but people were just like, hey, we like this album. And I was like, this isn't his best. They weren't even saying it was. <laughs> They're just like, hey, we like this album. So, but you weren't, you said you weren't even a Prince fan until like 2004 or something like that. 2003, I wasn't a huge, or 2004, yeah, and I wasn't a huge Prince fan at all. And so through life, I, I, I went from musicology to just pretty much digesting. You crash coursed crash course and lived breathed and slept prince for like a decade and then i just knew everything and in my brain i had cataloged his best album so when people were like oh his album purple rain i was like i don't get why people think but then when i have to realize okay this was his kind of like you know take a take a picture sweetie i ain't got time to wait like he's like saying i'm about to be a star after this thing i'm about to be the biggest thing of all time and I'm like, he called it. I think that might be his most commercial album. Easily most commercial. And it's, but I, I, again, I have to kick my brain away and be like, no one is saying, except for the casual Prince fan, that that is his best album of all time. No one's saying that. They're just saying it's a good album. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It is fine. And I didn't really give it, a, oh, you know when it was? Um, You had a song on your mix from there. My mix? Yeah, you gave me uh uh um on your on your iPod you gave me. Oh, got had it. all the Prince albums, and so I was going through them, and I ended up stumbling stumbling upon Dar uh, Darling Nikki. Stumbling upon Darling Nikki. Please tell me yes. that's not the first time you heard that song when you heard my. No, 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 no. I just was like, I had listened to it before, but it was when I was doing my crash course and listening to his, to his best and dissecting the music and what he's doing with the instruments and the drumming and how all that stuff. And I never actually listened to just the song. And I was like, okay, this song ain't that. Okay. It's in mind you, because in my brain, I'm like, this isn't a, a, um, this isn't a sign of the times. Well, it he wasn't he was it wasn't even in his brain yet. Sign of the times. You're so funny. He wasn't good enough to make a sign of the times yet. He was doing that, and so I listened to. It. I was like, ah, yeah, 
it's not a bad album. It's not. It's still not one of my favorite Prince albums, but it's fine. I was giving it. I was doing way too much, but that's the problem with Prince. When you're comparing thirty freaking albums to each other, some of them can get lost in the in the. Um, like, do you think there's a song on 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 Purple Rain that's as good as 1999? Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's a. I I don't share your opinion at all as far as like I think that is one of his best albums. Now it just depends oh. on what you're calling best. Like, you know, like you're more studied in Prince than I am, and I know that you you really dive in technically. But that album I can listen to all the way through every single time. I can't say that about a lot of Prince albums. That's a t- yeah. That's a and, and it's funny because I was I was like, what is the least likely? Because I would never in in as a god I wouldn't. I was like, if I had to write a song and I was given eternity, the last song I'd be able to write was 1999 because of the viewpoint he held. Where it's like, imagine if I was talking about the apocalypse saying, hey, it's time to party before we this place explodes. I would have never come at it from there. But, just what it, but then also, I probably, you know, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Because that dude's a freaking genius. I'm like, when I listen to 1999, I'm like, how did he even do this? How did he even do and it changes key before it starts? It changes key when it starts, it changes a key. I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have never done that. I just wouldn't. You said 1999, and it just put the weirdest flashback into my head. Oh, it's I probably, can't wait. Eh, it's not it's just something that I remembered. And it's like it's funny to me now because I can hear it, but like it's Go probably it. not gonna translate. Anyway, so for a while, my grandma, my dad's mom moved in with us. I wasn't very close with her. I never really connected with her. We hardly ever spoke. But I remember one time she took us out. Like, I think she was watching us for the weekend and she was driving us around town and she used to listen to this Mexican station. So it was just all like Mexican music all the time. But for whatever reason, it was an AM radio too, or an AM uh, station. And I remember they were playing some like live show somewhere. So it was like live uh, Mexican music. And then all of a sudden this band comes on and they start, you hear, dun, dun, dun. Oh, nice. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can finally listen to something I like, you know, and it was hilarious because the singer was terrible, but he didn't know the lyrics to the song. They knew the chorus. They knew how the melody goes, but they only knew the first lyric. (laughs) They just kept going. So it was like, I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if I go too fast. And then the next one would be, I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if I go too slow. (laughs) He He changed fast and slow. They didn't speak English very well, I guess is what it was. And uh, I don't know. Sorry. There's my story. It was just something I remembered. I was like, these aren't the lyrics. This guy doesn't even know the lyrics. But that's dope, though. Have you seen that video of the lady, uh, Ken Lee? <laughs> trying to, it's like an American, it's an American Idol type show. And uh, it's all in a different language. But the lady's like, she asked her, she's like, okay, so what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to do Ken Lee. Okay, Ken Lee. They look at each other. Ken Lee? Yeah. Uh, and they figure out, they're like, do you mean lip, uh if living is what's the, what's the name of that song? If living is without you, can't live. Oh, I can't live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they go. Do you mean this? She and she's Ken like, no, can't leave. So yeah, so she didn't know because she didn't speak English. Oh, so she was like, and she go, I can't leave. She wins. She wins. I'd be like, you won. No, I mean, they, they laughed her off. She was one of those people that they just laughed off the stage because they go, well, do you know something? She's like, I don't speak English very well. I, and, um, I, I sing something in your, you know, your native language. And she sang some other song, but she was, she was 
horrible. She oh, was she one of those guests. Voice. No, she was one of those guests. Oh, okay. Ken Lee, though. That's good shit. Ken that's Lee. That's adorable, dude. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's freaking adorable. I apologize. I feel like I'm singing a lot, like obnoxiously on this one. I apologize. Gee, why would you automatically go into the apologetic form? Why? Why? It don't, it's a loose apology. I really don't give a shit. I'm just acknowledging that I think I'm singing more on this one than I normally do. You know, you know, another thing and you're just, and singing poorly at that. What? Uh, it was on random. I don't know why I even put it on random at the gym. And uh, remember, I was listening to a whole different thing in the 90s. Okay. Mm. All hip hop and PM Don, which is hip hop, I guess. Um, We were and I was sitting there and all of a sudden I hear. Dun, dun, uh, so and I was like, who is this? Oh, Nirvana. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't think I liked any of their songs. I was like, oh, snap. This is a good song. But I had never heard it on the radio or anything. And I was like, ah, this is an interesting song. We have now mentioned three of the bands that were the entirety of this. Like one of the, my most favorite concerts ever, Steve, ever. Really? New Year's Eve, 1991. Okay. I know I'm old. It's all right. I'm, I'm cool with it. I was 13. New Year's Eve, 1991. Chili Peppers were headlining because it was the uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic Tour. Yeah. In between the opening act and the headliner was Pearl Jam, and they just released um, 10, their first album, and they fucking killed it. And then, oh, wait, was I'm, I'm fucking this up. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were the opening act. Pearl Jam was the opening act. Then mm-hmm. came Nirvana, Nevermind Tour. They played that album in its entirety. It said nothing, Jesus. but played that adult, they played the album in its entirety and just walked off stage, said nothing. And then the Chili Peppers. It was fucking amazing, dude. That was like one of the best shows I've ever been to. Legendary show. How disappointing is it with uh, uh, Selleck now? Yeah, fuck that guy. I thought he was, but I always, I never got that from him. He was always dabbling in politics. I just never, um, I never got that. Never from paid him. attention to him. But yeah, I loved, um, uh, I loved uh, that song. And there was another one I listened to from your pod, iPod that talked about. Uh, some kid that were listening to his lyrics or listening to my songs. I forgot. Anyway, I was like, oh, I like two, I definitely like two Nirvana songs, which I would have never even thought had I not gotten your iPod. I would have never thought I liked a few of I'm going to need that thing back, man. No, I still use it. I'm going to need to get that thing back from you. That's Gee, okay. you you don't understand how many things you have on that thing, dude. I do. Like you're probably gonna hear some weird shit sometimes because I mean, like I had everything I owned, and and some I was just taking music from everybody. I was I don't know if there's voice memos on, there. <laughs> like I don't know, man. You're probably gonna one of these days you'll stumble on some crazy shit for sure. Oh, I, I'm I glad that you're getting used out of it. Cat Williams, you have all of Cat Williams concerts on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot how funny he was, G. I forgot. How hilariously funny he is, dude, when he was not crazy. He was funny, dog. I feel like I need to get that thing back from you and then like <laughs> take. No, 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 no. Just extract, copy the music and then give it back to you. Because I feel like I lost some stuff. You did lose. Oh, there's oh, gee, there's no way you have this many CDs in your. I've, oh, I haven't I've, seen your I've CD got a collection. collection of music. Bro, let me tell you something. Did you download your CDs to this iPod or did you get these offline? Yes, both. Because if you have CDs with this many, it would be a garage full. Well, that's the thing is that I had to, like, there was a lot of CDs that I took back for a while. I was just 
in the process, what am I trying to say? Like I thought that um, digital was the way to go. And I just was running out of room. So I took a lot of stuff to like Rasputin's and Amoeba. And oh, it dude, this is, I have the mother load. Sometimes when I was younger, I didn't have a lot of cash. My friends wanted to go out of town or something like that. And I would just take like a shit ton of CDs. Again, my buddy worked in radio. So he would just, he would just send me like tons of CDs, dude. Like, like here's a bag of a hundred CDs that you'll never listen to. And I would just go to Amoeba and come out with like a good amount of cash enough to like get me through the weekend. Gee, listen. Like you got all the J stuff, and I got to listen to that without having to switch things all the time. But I got to get put this CD in, put this CD. Now I'm like, okay, I have all of J stuff. Are you on scrolling one. right now? No, 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 no. I just oh, remember oh. being like, I used to have to go because I didn't put all of J's on the iPod on my iPod yeah. because I was like, eh, there's some albums I didn't like. But listening to them again, I was like, you know what? These actually do hold up. Yeah, there's just stuff I listened to that I was like, oh, you have Beyonce on it. Yeah, I don't even know why. <laughs> like, you, it just seemed like you're a completist. Like, you're like, I'm like, why does he have Beyonce on here with some Destiny's Child? No, like, this is what, I was an X-ray tech. When I had that iPod, I was an X-ray tech. And I worked with a yes. pretty big team of people that were all into music. And we and I was the guy that had the music all the time. Oh. I always had my, my little speaker and I would plug it. It was like this little Halo looking speaker by JBL. It was dope. And I would plug that thing in there and just, you know, we'd be rocking out the whole time at work. So because I became that guy... And talking to people about music and stuff. I was way more into music back then. They would just go, hey, have you heard this? No, I haven't. Let me check it out real quick. I'll bring it back to you tomorrow. Rip it. I did that shit all the time. That's how I discovered Kohe and Cambria. Someone was like, hey, have you heard this band? Nope. Let me have it. Thanks. Oh, this is good shit. Yeah, dude, you have you have a great, a fantastic collection on that iPod, dude. Yeah, I still have it. It's just that I miss it because I can't keep it all on my phone. Whereas you can keep it all on the True. iPod. Yeah. Where do you, do you have it on your hard drive? Yeah, I actually have it backed up on a couple different hard drives just in case. There we go. No, then you're fine, dude. You're fine. I wish I could just put it all on my MacBook, though, but you know how that goes. Why not? Why can't well, you? I could, but then I'm not going to have much room left. Yeah, I mean, even if you have, let's say you have 20 gigs of music, you still have, like, what? What is yours hold? 500 gigs? No, I did. I got the one. You Didn't you upgrade yours or something? No, I upgraded my other one. Oh, yeah. No, I have... Um, I don't think people really want to know this, but I'll let you know. Let me just get you into the old about at least section 256. here. What is this? I see now. I now I done put something up here that I shouldn't. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Make sure we don't stop the recording. Are we still there? Yes, we're still there. All right. See, you're messing me up, Steve. I could have chilled the whole show right now. All right. About about this Mac storage space. I got 250. Yeah, 250. That's all you, bro. You can take 20 away from that. It's 220. You know what it is? I let it pile up because I'll, I'll edit a bunch of shows and I'm doing editing for other podcasts too. So oh, it's all on my, it's all on my hard drive right now. And I just, I go, oh shit. So I have to like move it back to an external. You okay. never told, how is that going, man? Your audio editing. It's going okay. Uh, I only, I, I've done a few one-offs, but I have this one guy from Texas and the show is called the Bloody Beaver Podcast. I know it's a crazy name, but it's all nice. about like, um, it's all about periods. Wow, Steve, really? <laughs> I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let this one kind of ring in the air for a little bit. No, Steve, it's not about a woman's menstrual cycle. <laughs> you kind of threw me on that one, bro. I mean, listen, I, I know it's a given when you say that. Like I even kind of say, yeah, it's a weird, but <laughs> it's not what it is. Wow, I don't know why I didn't. I just I'm surprised right now. I'm sort of taken aback that you said that. 
What are you, 12? Right, are you 12 years old, Steve? I am. Jesus. About our, is it about our period? Period. <laughs> are you that what guy? Is it about you, I bet that? you're that guy, huh? Oh, it's that time of the month, huh? You're that guy, aren't you? No, no. Periods. <laughs> Anyway, this show, what is, this show is hosted by a guy named Josh. It's sort of informative. I like it. It's all about like old cowboy stuff and, and beaver okay. trappers. That's where it comes from. Like they, they used to like beaver trading and stuff like that for, for money. Um, but it'll talk about like Billy the Kid, Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. He's really into young okay. guns. So he does these stories and he just talks about it. It's just stuff that he researches and then tells it. And um, I'm fixing the audio for him. That's all I'm doing with that one. Like I'm not doctoring it and taking out the ums and ahs and the spaces he does all that shit himself but he can't seem to get his sound right and so that's what i'm doing for him look at this and so you've gotten your prices together now somewhat yeah i'm still working out it it's one show or do you have a few shows under your belt or no um of his i've done of, three in of general. his episodes and then i've just done a few one-offs um well oh god what was the other one basically they never called back because I probably it's it's expensive, you know, like like if I was in that role, I don't think I, I actually don't charge a lot in comparison to some people. But like some people are charging like a 100 bucks an audio hour. Yeah. And it sounds yeah. expensive. But when you think about the time, like, you know, when you're if you are sitting there, you're listening to the show in real time and you're pulling out the ums and ahs. You have to listen. So, you, you know, you're taking out any yes. kind of imperfections. You're taking all the uh, you knows out. I used to be really bad like that. Like, I'm going to take out every little thing in our podcast, Steve, and it's going to sound crazy. The first few episodes of The Word, it's like, hi, I'm Dan. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. You're like, we're talking kind of weird because I was, I was over-editing. But, you know, you take those things out for them if they want you to. But what I like to do with this guy's show, because it's a short show, it's usually only like anywhere between 15 minutes to like half an hour. So I don't really have to do this, but sometimes I'll be like, hey, man, because I can tell he's um, what he does is he writes it all down and he reads it out. I mean, I'm not knocking the way he does it, but, you know, sometimes people will read a little quicker than they should. Yes. And it sounds reedy. Right. So what I do is I will like listen to it and then I'll put little pauses in because, you know, sometimes nice. he's got jokes that he's trying to do and, and the nice. joke doesn't land if there's not a good pause there, like a comedic timing thing. So sometimes I'll do that for him. But I don't have to. I just do that. I wouldn't do that for everyone because it's like now I'm just using my own time. But if I'm just chilling and I'm listening to an entertaining podcast, I'm like, oh, I could fix this for him. He lets me do that kind of Dude, stuff. Dude, you're 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 becoming like a legit business here. Uh, I want to be. I really do want to be like a have it as a side gig. But I need to get my shit together and and have better paperwork. And um, I'm still in the infancy phase. Still, I mean, it was not a few months ago where you even had the idea to start doing it. You know what I really want to do. Getting back to like this guy's podcast, I would love to do uh, editing for audiobooks. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't even know how to break into that business, but I totally would get down with doing something like that. That would actually be really, you would have a really, well, I mean, if you're down to edit 20 hours of audio. It's a lot, but <laughs> I, you know, the thing is like a lot of, a lot of podcasters I know don't like editing their show. They just don't like doing it. You're doing shows regularly for years. And exactly. It's a pain in the ass to do. I get that, but for some reason, I love it. Even when I was at my busiest, because I'm nowhere near as busy as, as I used to be, but I loved doing it. It, got, it was like kind of more stressful because I had a time crunch thing, but I enjoy it, man. It's just something I really enjoy doing. I, I saw, like, I know Slash doesn't do it anymore. They fished theirs out. Maybe they should. Oh, Jesus, dude. Oh, shots fired at random podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's bad, huh? <laughs> There's a particular person on that show. Oh, I know. I already know that. I just I and don't I don't I care for them. And the thing is, I never agree with them. 
I there's only one person I always nine times out of ten I'm gonna agree with one of the the hosts every time. I'm like, he seems like the one that lives on my planet. He does. He seems like the one that lives on my planet. Did you see when he made that statement the other day or a couple weeks ago? God, what was it? He said he compared. Oh God, I tell a terrible story. But he said something. And he compared. It oh, to some, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw what he, he said. said that. Boy, they lit his ass up. Oof. And I understood what he was saying, though. I, I was like, how are people reading this? Did he say something about Schindler's List? He said something to the effect of The Last of Us is, the, is, a, an, is an, a movie experience the likes of Schindler's yes, List. Yes, that's what he said. And then people are like, you're going to compare the Holocaust to a video game? I was like, that is literally not what's happening here. I don't yeah, think. But- but I was like, That's if you want to man. be misconstrued, Twitter is the, here's what I wouldn't have done. Knowing what Twitter was, I just wouldn't have said that. Knowing what Twitter was, I wouldn't have said, you know what I would have said? I would have said it in a different way. I think what happened is he really loves the game. Of course, someone on his pod hates the game. Guess who it is? I'm like, <laughs> of course you don't like the. Of course, everyone in the world loves this game, but you're the one that found a problem with it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You know, but I um, really enjoy their sh- I really enjoy their show. It's just and it's all about opinions. I mean, I'm sure someone listens to us like, who the fuck? What do these guys know? You know, <laughs> but like this guy is so um, he's like he's like an elitist almost. Dude, dude, I'm not going to say who I'm not going to bash the show because I do listen to it regularly. If you are if you're a film critic and you say mise en scène, I'm done with you. It's like when podcasters go. Uncle-ble. I know. <laughs> I, I actually don't say that specifically yes you do i say uncle yeah whatever <laughs> but that, here's the funny the part pronunciation of incredible in french yeah are you saying it correctly one, yeah that's one of the few things i know in french uh, okay just wondering because i am that so i had to know my name you're french no i'm incredible it's debatable <laughs> it's double 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 seriously like you you're just uh you're an amazing person man like I, even, even your twitter name like i oh, I, I often look i often look at your twitter name and go okay steve sat down and said i'm gonna make <laughs> i'm gonna make a conscious decision to create a flashy name what should i go with oh i'm just gonna go with what i think i am and that's what you do. At first, I was like, oh, he's doing a play on Stevie Wonder. And then I went, yeah, no. but he's really not. No, not at all. Not at all. I didn't even hey. think about that. That's, that's a good. That would have been a good play. Stephen Wonder. Hey, but why did you change Dan Q Public? Even though I love hey, this one. Because, you know, I like, I like to mix it. It's still Dan Q. That's my proper name. But I just thought it was kind of funny to put Dan Halen for a week. Got a problem with I that? I do like Stephen Dan. Wonderful? I do like, I like Dan Halen. What made you choose Dan Halen? That's because it sounds like Van Halen. Are you going to put Dan Helsing next? Oh, that's good. Maybe I will during October. That's what I'll do. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> oh, all, that's really good. I'll sit that's back really and just be good. all proud of myself. Look what I I'll keep looking at my profile. Look what I did. What Dan other Helsing. ones are good for you? Hmm. I think it was a, uh, you know where it came from? It was kind of What's just that? a joke because there's a guy that uh follows me i follow him oh you didn't watch the show but it's uh the creator of wayne um um it made its impact on you oh there you go okay no no see why you always gotta do this man (laughs) why you gotta fucking hate on people big impact on you hey wayne was great i'm just trying to remember his name i think it's sean stevens but um sure okay now i'm gonna fucking check (laughs) 
But the point of the story is that he goes, Steve, you, mean, you know what, Steve? Whatever that guy is. Whoever. Okay. You're an asshole, so I'm going to have to look now to make sure. Because now i got to make sure you're not really an asshole. I call you that a lot. But you're not. You're a good, good guy. Sean Simmons. Did I say Stevens? That's why it didn't sound right to me. Sean Simmons is the creator of Wayne. And um, he changed his name to Sean Jovi. Uh-oh. What happened? We lost him. That one disgusted Steve so bad he literally hung up on me. Let me get him back. Wow, you really didn't like my story, huh? The um, Wi-Fi just went out because we still have my my cable is still on the TV. You know, like uh, Comcast is still going. So you're still running the track then? Yeah, perfect. Everything. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, you know what I just realized? What? I really fucking hate Skype. Oh, Skype is bad too. Um, as we've seen on many podcasts that we were watching on Corona on the coronavirus yeah. podcast. Their Skype is horrendous. You've heard it. Yeah. Good Skype is the best Skype has to offer is terrible. The thing is, though, what I'm saying is like the listener is probably going to get a better audio experience than what we've been given for the last few oh, weeks no question. because no we're question. just running this through logic. But on the, the ass end of things, we're, the yeah. communication, the audio lag and stuff is yeah. terrible on Skype. Getting is. Zencaster is better for that. Like it sounds better when you're recording. You don't get as much audio. Like you'll get a few robots, no. but even when you're doing the robot thing, it's recording your vocals fine. It's Bingo. just that it's a lesser quality and we end up running into issues like we had on the last episode and stuff where there's just like, I have to spend time fixing it, which is kind of well, a pain. Even the people that I've listened to that do the whole telephone and, and uh computer, yeah. they're not recording into anything as expensive as logic. <laughs> No. They're using like audacity. The people that use logic are also musicians. Like they're like, oh, we use this because we just happen to have this because we use this for more important things. Or the audio engineers that do stuff for like uh, um, This American Life, they use Logic because they're actually audio editing for, you know, other people. But yeah, they, they'll use Logic. But the people that are just recording, they'll be like Audacity. <laughs> I don't know how Brian does it, but he just records into his Zoom. I don't know if it's a Zoom. It's maybe a Tascam or something like that. But he just records everything into that. What if it goes out? Well, he still has it because it has batteries. I'm saying, what if it glitches? I don't know. What's his backup? <laughs> I'm not sure. But I asked that's going to happen. I, I know I asked him one time, but we were like crazy intoxicated in Chicago. And I, I wanted to ask him to send me a picture just because I'm curious of how he does it. Yeah. Because it's seen, I think I'm doing way too much <laughs> for what, what I have. You're it works. a lot. It yeah. works. And I've finally got it all working and everything. But I think I'm doing way too much. It sounds like he's doing it much easier and it might be because it's a mac and he i think he uses a pc he's able to integrate it's the, like macs are kind of dicks about like allowing you to record oh, stuff off, sure. off the yeah. you know like your live screen mm-hmm. and so that's a that was one of the things that i was like ah it's about the only thing that i really don't like about macs when it comes to podcasting other than that it's fantastic well i i, I think i think you're doing like a lot of people will come in and say oh steve you should do this in the music situation this uh, your music setup be like, no, but I know, like, they'll say, hey, why don't you record this using a bus to this bus channel? And I'm like, nope, I have my way. I know that that's probably an easier way, 
but I have my way that just works easier for me. <laughs> and I just did start using bus channels. I'm so But glad. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done bus channels if someone would have been like, oh, but it's easier. I did bus channels only because it helps with the CPU, the CPU uh, load. But now I do use bus. Channels. You're now recording into your lodge. Are you, how are you doing the phone thing right now? Uh, Skype thing, rather. Are you doing it like you did before talking? How'd you do it? You like, you listened from your phone. I listened to my phone and I'm talking into logic. Is that what you're doing right now? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I just don't want, I don't know why you don't just keep it all set up that way. Like you do for, uh, for Zencaster. You know, I totally, you know, what's funny. Here's the thing. I totally could, but my brain is like, nope, this is how we Uh do it. Okay. Brain. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. But I am glad now, you know what I don't hear? Like we used to have to, again, this is just stupid tech shit, but we used to use something called Skype recorder. That's how we did uh, the episode 100. We did all the interviews for like Julianne Emery. That kind of stuff was with Skype recorder. Your friend. And it worked just fine. But for you, it is the worst thing in the world (laughs) recording to you with Skype recorder. I don't just. Dude, it takes everything. It takes everything. You know what's funny? I just found out my 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 uh uh I've been researching what my switch does on my microphone. Mm-hmm. It does a lot, but I'm not going to get into that here. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought it up. But there's like a switch with three different settings on my mic, and they're like, yeah, uh, it transforms your mic into something three different sorts of mics. And so I've been researching mm-hmm. that on which which one I should be. This one I like for, they're like, this one is the, the first setting is perfect for talking. That's, and so I'm like, I'm going to keep it there, but I'm going to see what the other two are good for. What are you like taking it down minus 20 dB or something like that? Yeah. One of them is, uh, one of them I have to do, I reverse it and you talk to it from the rear and it gives you like a lower, um, it takes away all a bunch of the highs and a bunch of the lows. And I'm like, oh, that's useful so that I don't have to do that in post-production for my vocals. I could just like sing into it and do that. And it automatically takes, but a lot of people don't like it. Like people that will do mastering, they're saying, we don't want you to have done any of that because now if we bring the lows for the whole song, yours get even worse. We want you to record dry. And I did not know that was a thing. Like, yeah, we don't want you to put effects and then give it to us. Let us do the high low stuff so that we can just do the whole track like that. And so that is such behind the music bull crap. Oh, I know. I feel, I feel like, have we done a terrible show today? No, no, no. We did a really good show. Certain people are going to listen to it and be really into it. And it's a, it's a bonus. So they'll be like, oh, it's fun. This is coming from the guy that calls himself Stephen Wonderful and gives himself a five out of five and says he smells good in all cologne. So am I asking the right person if we did a good, shitty show today? You're, you're really not. You're asking the wrong person. You should <laughs> be looking in the mirror and saying, damn. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm looking into my screen reflection right now, and I'm asking that guy, the man in the mirror, who did a good show. I think I'm oh, asking my. him to change his ways. Uh, that's what I th- I was waiting for. That I was really waiting. You know what's funny? I saw on YouTube is there's a bunch of Michael Jackson fails that you can watch, like where he slips, he falls, he talks into the mic, he tells the person off off mic to be like, "Get that piece of this," and I'm like, "Oh, this is fun." Oh, he I want to see that. Send it to me. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is, it's human. That's, it's pretty funny. And oh, one hey, of them, the, uh, the lean. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your story. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of YouTube, I forgot to tell you that and I did put it on Facebook community group, by the way. Um, I watched the concert. Your first concert. The first time you saw Prince. I watched that concert last night. Opening night, right? How good was that? Dude. I remember that concert in Fresno. <laughs> 
And it was probably like six months after you saw it. So what, what I watched last night was fucking amazing. But I'm thinking, okay, now he had six months of practice <laughs> with that same tour. Dude. So, yeah, it was just an incredible That tour. dude, I mean, from the time it starts uh, musicology, it's like, oh, he's jamming. He's ready, bruh. That whole, that is the, and mind you, I'm, Stevie's my dude. That is the best concert I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, man. Live band, live everything. And that band was so good that it sounded like there was a backing track. I mean, yes. Lord have mercy, that was yeah. a good show. Yeah, man. I, I, I have to say that was probably my favorite time seeing him. I've seen him have a set that I liked better musically, but that was my favorite time seeing him. Dude. Because, you know, remember, that was the first time him doing his old songs again. So when he closed his hands after Music College and was like, Dearly Beloved, people went crazy. Because they're like, we mm-hmm. didn't think we'd ever hear these songs again. And so he was like, oh, no, no, no. You guys don't get it. All the stuff you love. And then his acoustic set. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoever's <laughs> out there on this Patreon feed that kind of fucks with Prince a little bit, but maybe you haven't seen a live show, go to the page, go to the community group. I can say that because I know you're all in there. Go into our podcast community and look at the post that I did last night or early this morning. <laughs> you're welcome. That's what I'll say. You're welcome. Let's li- and the, here's the scary part. When we were at Staples Center, we had nosebleeds. And when Let's Go Crazy started, we all looked at each other on the balcony because it starts shaking. And we're like, is it supposed <laughs> to shake? But they're like, uh, a dude next to me was just like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm like, I hope you're a construction worker. You sound like it. He's like, it's fine. Uh, it's a thing that's made for, like, earthquakes. They're like, it's meant to have give. I'm like, I A little shock I, absorption. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> <laughs> because I that's looked over. I was like, oh, arena, we, dude. That is Falling a massive from the top? arena. Oof. That is a massive. I, don't, I know it's not the, the largest. I remember when Wembley used to be the spot. It ain't the spot anymore. It's all pretty. But Wembley used to be the spot. If you could fill Wembley Stadium, you were the man. But now it's just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Sure. So judgy. <laughs> sure. Oh, I got to get out of here, man. <laughs> no worries. I got to get out myself, man. Oh, right. you got to go to work. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what's your favorite song right now? Oh, no, I got a better right. idea, Steve. Okay, go, go, go. I, have this, I was going to go somewhere with this, but I have a better idea okay. than what I was about to ask you right now. Okay. I think this is the perfect opportunity for you to send me a piece of your music and I'll put it on the ass end of this show. <laughs> paywall. It's behind a paywall. What was, what was the first idea? <laughs> um, it was involved you singing live. <laughs> you liar. You liar. No, I swear. I oh, swear. That That's why I was gonna say, what is your favorite song? Would you please sing us out? Oh, I, I could. Uh, r- the, my favorite song right now is. Uh, I want to hear Steve Hudson Come vocals. And get like, me. "Come and Get Me" by Jay Z right now is what I'm listening to. Yeah, but I want you to sing is what I'm saying. Bruh, I think these listen. people want to hear your voice. I think you listen. I'm talking to you, listeners, right now. I I'm, I can't hear you, and of course, I've asked you in the past. But you would like to hear Steve sing right now, wouldn't you? If I said we're going to end the show right now with a actual recording of the upcoming Steve Hudson album, I think you would want to hear that. I mean, you want to hear him fucking fight kangaroos, right? So I can imagine you want to hear what this man does musically. Steve, a quick fight, a quick fight. I would. Steve, will you do this? Here's what I'll make. I, I will make a. I will make a promise. Uh oh. 
I will make a promise. That means no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I will make a promise. Okay. In the next 30 days, I will. You're going to debut something on Heroes of Noise? At the tail end of the song, show, yeah. Patreon or normal feed? Uh, Patreon. Let's do it now. You have, you have songs that are finished, right? They're not ready, Your whole album's though, done. Dude. They're not ready. You told me that Portia was working on the album work. Uh, uh, the, uh, That's done. For the album. What about the song because that you sent the, me? I do. Here's the thing. I did a, you know how you, you put in an audio of a normal song and then you compare with the audio of your song. And I'm like, oh, I need to do some, I need to make sure that these levels are the same because it sounds different. And I'm like, they should sound identical as far as levels. Okay. And the well, levels are off. This would be even better because you can send the unfinished product out and be like, if you think Why that's dope. That? Why would I do that? <laughs> here's the demo, it's like, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It's a demo. <laughs> I'm, you're making me work really hard right now for this. But in the next 30, I would have never even thought of that. Well, the next 30 days is probably going to be. But either way, it's going to be on the tail end of our podcast. Okay. So by August 5th. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll even give you the six because there's 31 days. Sure. Hey, what are we doing for Halloween? Um, staying indoors. Man, I wonder if there's going to be a horror nights, maybe. Would, would you, you go? Really go? I'm asking you, would you go? <laughs> I'd have to think about it, dude. I, I, I'm not entirely sure it's worth it right now. Like, I won't step foot in Disneyland if it was open. So why would I? That's true. Why would I go? I mean, and remember how crowded it was? It was. And also, you would feel weird about going. You'd step into the hotel room and be like, how good are these sheets been cleaned up? Oh, I've already figured out that I'm just going to. I mean, I, I've been doing this for a while, but I really did it in Chicago. I Because, you know, the, the virus and everything was just yeah. starting to pop. I had the wipes with me. Cleaned Jesus. off the phone, the remote control, because you know that remote control is dirty. Gee, people whack it and then immediately grab the remote. Exactly. How do you and know that? All up- I've heard. You just heard? The grapevine? Gee, I never told you. Remind me next time, because I don't have time now, but remind me to tell you the grasshopper story in the <laughs> um, hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're be like, speaking of jerking off, <laughs> let, me <talk> to- <laughs> let me tell you about this fucking fine-ass grasshopper I met. It has something to do with that. So oh, come on, tell me Patreon. real quick. No, 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 I can't. Next Patreon episode. Ah, uh, you're the worst. Remind okay, me. I tried. I tried. I couldn't get a story out of him. I couldn't get a single out of him. Nothing. No demos. I told a nothing. Million he stories. won't even sing. I, sing us out then. Man, are you crazy? Sing the crazy, thing, crazy. <laughs> sing the theme to the Great Space Coaster, and we'll we'll get out right there. We'll be like, oh, we go. <laughs> where dude, where dude tries to get a record deal on this little part. He said. He said, with new friends and new things to see. <laughs> They're all, great space coaster. Get on board. It's the great space coaster. <laughs> Kinda ride a fantasy to the place. Really, really timid vocals. To a place with the, was it something fast and free? He said, with new friends and new things to see. That is the funniest thing of all time, dog. Roy, Oh, man. my God, dude. Roy was doing How, Why hasn't a stand-up co- comedian said something about that? I don't know. The don't unnecessary. Know. There should be a clip on YouTube talking about unnecessary vocal prowess in <laughs> random songs. And then at the end of it, they're all like, you know, they're, they're going out with it. It's the great space coaster. And the background's like, oh! Get 
get it, Roy. <laughs> I wonder who that guy is. His name is Roy. I wonder. Was it? I believe so. Here, real quick, really quick, and then we'll get out of here. But How I, did we, you know it was Roy? Because I watched the show as a kid. Every morning. I don't know if I don't know if the guy's Roy. name. Great Space Coaster Singer. There he is. Yeah, Roy. Great Space Coaster. Oh, he's got a wiki. No. Oh, and now I feel bad. Oh, did he die? He did. And his name was oh. Ray Stevens. I'm sorry, Ray. With new friends and new things to see. It's so cold. <laughs> that, that is so funny, don't you? He's like, my mama's going to hear this. And I was in praise team and choir. She is about to hear me blido. You think his two white co-hosts like roll their eyes when they hear that shit? Oh, for sure. He's just trying no to question. show us. He was just trying to show us up. I guarantee the demo was like, with new friends and new things to see. He was like, oh, yeah, nigga. Watch. Watch me kill this joint. And that, and that dude was Yo, like. Turn on my levels. <laughs> turn on my levels real turn quick. Turn him jumps away. I can't hear myself. Where them Vox at? <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, I wear out. All right. That's enough silliness for one day, I think. Hey, what, what time do you have to be at um, work? Eh, an hour and a half. Oh, you got time to chill, post, eat some food, go yeah. out there. You post could. up for a little bit, check my Vokes, maybe do some singing. Hey, how does that, uh, how does that, does the mirror still match well with your car? I haven't got it yet. It's being ordered. It better. <laughs> it's like a fucked it, up mirror. It's like a bicycle It's going to be look like really shiny, dude, because it's a new mirror. Well, it's going to get painted. Oh, he's going to paint it to make yeah. it match? Yeah. Hey, dude, look at this dude's like an artiste. He's a, he has auto body. That's what he does. Wow, look at this guy. I have a lot of auto body people in my... I used to do auto body for a little bit. Shut up. Doing my best and Bondo and the rest. So if I if I had a dent in a car I get, you could fix it? Yeah, I wouldn't, but I could. Oh, thanks, Dan. I don't have the tools for that kind of shit. Anyway, okay. that's, it's, just, it's a stupid... It's just, you know what? Let's end off. Let's go on a All high right, note. All right, done. Hey, the la- next person you're going to hear is the man himself, Dan. Peace. Uh, yes. Let's go out on a high note. Ah! All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you later. Is that really the end? No, I'm just kidding. I just want to see if that's what you're going to say. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this the end? No. Oh, no. That's back in the day song right there. This is the end by The Doors. Great song. Oh, wow. Wow. You don't you like that song? Never heard it. Oh, God damn it. And All I right, don't like The Doors I'm, because I'm, the lead singer is a douche. Was a douche. Oh, that's true. All poets are kind of douchey, though. Ah. You want to hear my poetry? No, thanks for asking, though. Poetry oh, reading a, night. Yeah, used to go to Barnes and Noble to study, and they had a poetry night. That was agonizing. I stopped going on poetry night because people. Well, don't I would imagine so. I don't want to hear your fucking poetry. I, I can really do poetry. Well, watch. I'll get up there and do some junk. What kind of poetry would you do? Would you do like a, you know, I reached for a daffodil. And held no. it to the sky and then rhymed no. it with something that sounds like I. Or would you be like, the revolution will That's be it. televised. That's, That's mine. <laughs> That's mine. Or I'd be like, brother, sister, mother. That whole thing. Me? I do that. <laughs> brother, sister, mother, self? I think not. <laughs> mother, brother, me? Not nigga, you. (laughs) (laughs) 
they say? Nay, they say no. Me? People be like, all right. Start. <laughs> they be like, dang, he has, he has bell bottoms with no shirt. Oh, you're going to be I like uh, Gil Scott Heron. Yes, that would be me with the fro. I used to have a dope fro. Steve up there like, call Whitey on the moon. (laughs) I thought that was you, Dan. I was about to be like, oh my God. It was inspired. It's it's the voice box, Steve. It was inspired (laughs) by some Whitey's on the moon. (laughs) Makes sense. I want to give credit where credit is due. Thanks. Thanks, Gil. (laughs) Let's go out with this. Hold on. Just a little bit. Anytime, Gil. Yeah. Here, here comes Steve. A rat done bit my sister Portia and Whitey on the moon. <laughs> A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Gee, that's kind of deep right there. I was not expecting that. <laughs> you never heard that before? No. Seriously? Holy crap. I showed you something? Deep. Yes, that's kind of deep right there, bro. Oh, bro, you need to listen to Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I thought it was going to be like fun. And then I'm like, oh, snap, I can't pay Dr. Bills because Whitey's on the Moon. No, nah, man. When did that come out? It was like in the 60s, I believe, or early 70s. But I will not tell my mom I just heard that. She'd probably hang up on me. She'd be like, click. <laughs> he said, a rat done bit my sister Nell and Whitey on the Moon. Hey, Her feet and arms begin to swell. And Whitey on the moon. And it just keeps going. Dude, listen to that shit. My mom is so disappointed in me. I'm going to tell your mom. Oh, she'd be like, click. Angela, give her a call. (laughs) Favon, give her a call while Whitey's on the moon. Favon be talking on Skype and Whitey on the moon. (laughs) They expect your brother to type and Whitey's on the moon? People saying, don't believe the hype and Whitey on the moon. I'm dookie and I don't wipe, but Whitey's on the moon. (laughs) My brand new pears are much too ripe and Whitey on the moon. (laughs) My favorite singer is Michael Stipe, but Whitey's on the moon. I put my finger in your ass and swipe because Whitey on the moon. Nice. (laughs) I will not eat no pork or tripe, but Whitey's on the moon. (laughs) Did we exhaust all the ipe words? I'm trying to think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we did. It's over. We did it. Yay us. All right. right. You know what? Oh, crap, I think we, we I, this is the high note that we needed to go out on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. I'm out. Go for it, Dan. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Actually, this week with a regular show. Welcome back to Patreon. Happy July and all that stuff. Be safe out there. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>